Good evening and welcome to show 19 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Um, I'm the daddy, as always, uh, also known as uh, Big Daddy Blast on the 360, XX Big Daddy XX on the PS3, and other stuff, whatever. And uh, we've also got Chinny tonight with us. Yo, uh, Chin Chinny, that's my gamma tag. Don't wear it out uh, on the, the old Xbox 360. Raptor account. I think it's Chin Chinny. Not sure. Uh, Chinny1985 for my Twitter and for my PlayStation network thing. Hi, how is everybody? Excellent. Fantastic. So, yes, good. Good. Well. And um, we've got the Duke. Nineteen, baby. What yeah. the hell was that? What the hell that was that? Tegan and Sarah? Or I guess I probably should have played this if we were talking about nineteen. In 1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war. Yeah, That's I get it. I get this. Yeah, I get that. We get that one. Yeah, but okay. You just you aren't cool enough to know Tegan and Sarah. That's that's all right. I don't. I'm not mad. It's okay. Well, you'll have to tell us what the hell's Tegan and Sarah. What is Tegan that? and Sarah? Is this awesome singing group from the U.S. Yeah. Oh, okay. They uh yeah, I don't know what to tell you. They they're really good artists. And is that a song called Nineteen? Is that is that video? Yes, that song's called Nineteen. Oh, oh it makes sense. That's the way the song starts. It's a good song. You should listen did to it. it. They did a good job of uh covering Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen too. It sounds like they should be singing Skater Boy or something. Well you know what? They're not singing Skater Boy, they're singing Relief Next to Me. I miss you now. Like I should have missed you then. Some people are like, man, I wish he'd never figured out how to play his stupid music through the computer when they're doing podcasts. <laughs> I tuned in to listen to video games. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people like that, I'm sure. Yes. But there's one fan of Tegan and Sarah that's like, dude, I thought I was just gonna get video games, but I'm getting a little Tegan and Sarah action. Oh yeah. I'm sure now everybody's avidly typing into their uh, iTunes for Tegan and Sarah. Need now. to go into uh, Amazon.com. Never mind iTunes because they got that stupid DRM. Go to Amazon.com, their, their MP3 store, and buy some Tegan and Sarah. The Con is their best album. Weren't they supposed to be taking the DRM off on iTunes? I'm sure. I, I don't they know. Did. Let's talk they about have. games. They have. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, so how the hell can you find your album? Shut up, Stu. Let's talk about games. games. <laughs> if they care enough, they can f- go to this website sure. and put in the chat box, help me find Tegan and Sarah, and I'll help them find it. I'm sure. Um, yes. Yeah, what I want to start off tonight, I need to ask Ginny a question. Oh. I need to ask him a question. All right. How excited are you about this Friday? Um, I'm pretty excited. Yes. How often do you have to change your underpants these days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely at an hourly rate. Hourly rate. Um, I poop myself with excitement. I, I believe you were just saying before the show you've already decided on a posse name for Red Dead when it comes yes, out. Yes, I've got my uh, posse name. Uh, I was going to go for the posse cat dolls, but uh, I, I opted against it. <laughs> the posse cat dolls. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, now my, something my, better. 
Yes, yeah. I have something even better than that. That my posse is going to be called the Unforgivables. Yeah, I can see that. That was quite cool. The Unforgivables after the, the fantastic film, Unforgiven. Yeah. So, uh, yes, the Unforgivables. I thought if anybody wants to join my posse, wants to posse up, don't be a posse about it. Let's do it. Now, here's the question. is: Will your posse be on Broadway? Um, my posse has been around. So probably um, a lot of people have experienced my posse. Therefore, it will possibly be on Broadway. Posse. There Good. you go. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, can I ask you, though? I suppose I've got to ask this question. Are you more an unforgiven type person or a good, the bad and the ugly, which, which do you prefer the old spaghetti westerns and a more modern take on it? I, I like both of them. You can like both. You can like both. Uh, but I will, I will be looking for a, a, a skin like a cowboy outfit with a poncho. So I kind of look like he did in uh, the good, the bad and the ugly. But uh, yeah, I want a poncho. I want to be wearing a poncho. Do you want like the cigarella hanging out the mouth sort of thing? Mm. Oh, maybe a moustache, like, like the 118 moustaches. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> well, a big bushy one. Yeah, a big handlebar one <laughs> with a poncho. My puppy's on Broadway. Yeah. There you go. Uh, I have no idea what that's all about, really. There's Posse on Broadway. Sir Mix-a-Lot, man. If you can talk about posses, you got to talk about Posse on Broadway. Get out of here, we American reference. We have no right, idea so... what the hell he's talking about. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so I want my uh, cowboy to look kind of like, he's not going to be Mexican, he's going to be like American, but he's going to have a massive handlebar moustache with a poncho, and he's going to be the head posse member of the Unforgivables, or whatever they're called. Uh, yeah, can't wait, cannot wait. It's Apparently you can do the, you know, the when someone's about to get hung and shoot the rope. Oh, you, right. you can do all there's some side yeah. missions that allow you to do that you have sort a quick draw and like uh, somebody's uh, clock watch is playing you have to shoot at the, at the last note <laughs> like that. Not see that gets you in the mood doesn't it really it does it does, it, does, it, does. <laughs> it really does but apparently you know the, the reviews are sort of starting to come in now and it's, it's uh-huh. yeah they're really bad man Metacritic is at like yep. what 23% epic file epic file but they are they are averaging 96 which is is pretty darn impressive I still think it's it hasn't be... been that high since the last time Rockstar put a game out <laughs> I, I, I still think it's going to be game of the year like, I really do I just uh, I just I'm so confident that it's going to be great um, and it's not going to let me down. Just the single player alone is all I'm getting excited for. Then fifty hours, got... they reckon. Fifty hours. 50, well, that's about right. I mean, that's about right. That's uh, that's kind of like what GTA Four. I'm just like expecting GTA Four with uh, cowboys. That's it, pretty much. And I'm not expecting too much from the multiplayer, but uh, you know, I do get a quick sneak peek at it on like some of the trailers and stuff. And ooh, but I, I try not to get too excited for the multiplayer because. That all depends if people are playing it, and um, if people are not playing it, then it's a fail. But yeah, I, I just can't wait for the single player. And get my donkey! I think, interestingly enough, because there's going to be like a levelling up, isn't there, in the multiplayer this time around, that there yeah. wasn't, that I remember, there wasn't that in GTA 4 at all, was there? Was, there was, there was, but it was kind of like in the background, yeah. You yeah, did a bit perfunctory, like didn't, yeah. You did have a ranking system, the, the top rank was 10, and it was really slow, and all this, and you never really saw what was going on. Yeah, it didn't really affect much. But it also makes you go to that, sort of, because obviously it's such a huge single-player game, sort of, there's going to be that faction of people that might just do the multiplayer for ages, and that faction, you're yeah. going to have that bit of imbalance, aren't you, again? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I wish I lived in America where I could get get it tomorrow. Well, as as this podcast is being recorded, Duke, are you gonna get it? Oh, of course you are. Wait a minute. I'm gonna no, get it. No. I don't. I don't think I'll get it day one. But you crazy mofo. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I will. I don't know. You will. You will, sir. <laughs> I don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want you to be like nah. bugging me with messages. Oh, it makes, isn't it awesome? it makes me it feel worse, right? That you're not playing it. <laughs> I it's could like, get it, but I can't be asked. Forget uh, it. Uh, I'm gonna uh, go play some more Modern Warfare too. Do you, do you know what one of the really cool things about the game is? Is have you have you heard how you save? Okay, boys, in it. No, no. Have you heard how you save? Uh, no. You say, you shoot right? a prostitute. <laughs> you stole my prostitute. <laughs> That's a your game. game. It's been saved. Um. But no, what you what you have to do is 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 uh, light a campfire when you light a campfire in the game. So you get off the horse, light a campfire, and that saves your game for you. Huh. That's cool, novel. Uh, we like that. Um, but talking of yeah, there's there's tons of stuff you can do as you sort of rank up with your horses, and and apparently the, the, a lot of the reviewers are saying one of the best bits is is basically your relationship with the horse. And he said although you can you can ride different horses, you're best sticking to one because the horse ranks up with you. So as you oh, get right. Get better, the horse gets faster. I'm going to stick with my donkey that you get at the start. I want a red dot on my horse. I'm going to put an ACOG scope <laughs> and a grenade launcher on my put horse. Put a silencer on its, in its mouth. <laughs> but, yeah. Silence run. <laughs> but yeah, apparently... Very quiet horse clop. Yeah, apparently that's... Yeah, the horse is, is, is the thing that you get attached to as you're playing through the game. and It's like Fable and the dog. <laughs> it is. No, apparently... Now here's the question. Can you, instead of riding around in a horse, can you get two coconut halves and just clop them together? <laughs> you could maybe. You could maybe do yeah, that. you could do that, but you wouldn't go anywhere. Awesome. But how <laughs> how did the coconut shells get there is the question. Oh, they could be carried. Carried back. Swallow them and fly south for the winter. Yet these are not strangers for our lands. <laughs> is that a European or an African swallow? <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> um... But yeah, so that I mean, it all it is it is all sounding pretty cool. But you can rope wild horses in the game, and you can sort of then do a little of a a booking bronco mini game to break it in. Sort of. You can do that as well. It, it is sounding very very good. I have yeah, to say. But yeah, and they said there's plenty to do. You know, there's lots of little mini games you can do, like you know, you know, five finger fillet, uh, playing poker. I gotta be honest, the- like. The the thing that I'm a little nervous about is that GTA, you know, the the aiming and the car movements are sometimes kind of stiff, and like I'm, I think I've been spoiled by Saints Row 2, and I'm worried that it's going to be a little fiddly with GT horses. No, apparently the horses work really well as far as direction, but apparently it is quite tricky when you're doing the sort of the missions where you have to do like a horseback shootout. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's very dynamic, apparently. You know, you can either shoot the rider or the horse to ride in, so it's quite dynamic. In- well, I don't want to shoot the horse. The horse well, didn't people, do nothing. People will. <laughs> no, nobody's shooting horses, man. I'll people kick be shooting your ass. horses. I see anybody online shooting horses. I'm coming for you. I don't care if you're in my posse. I mean, the other the other cool thing they've said with the horse, once your relationship builds up with a horse, if you if you forget to tie it up when you go to a town and it disappears... You just yeah. sort of whistle and it comes back, so it comes up. Nice. And you just send There's it. sixteen horses come running. Oh, <laughs> oh, ah, get off me! But yeah, you whistle me. <laughs> I've got to say, it does sound. Oh. It does sound. Now, what about those lonely, lonely nights on the prairie when it's just you and your horse? Yeah, you had a couple there. of flasks of whiskey. <laughs> I was, was going to go there. The, the moon's <laughs> coming up. Of a relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> but apparently. <laughs> 
one of the, the side quests you can get, one side quest is to someone's having trouble with rabbits eating his carrots and you have to basically stake out his carrot patch at night and shoot all the rabbits. Is the I'm going to imagine that's one of the <laughs> earliest missions. Can you they usually do things like that at the beginning of these games. <laughs> I've got a problem with rats in my cellar. If I give you 700 gold, will you go and clear them out? Okay, how do you have 700 gold? First of all, you're a baker. Second of all, why are there rats coming into your bakery? Your bread smells horrible. And third of all, why can't you go deal with some rats? Wait a minute, that's Fable 2, isn't it? <laughs> it's every role-playing game ever. <laughs> but yeah, so so that happens. It, it does sound cool, you know, and I, I think the story's going to be good. And yeah. I can't believe you're not buying it, Duke. I thought that would I might. You know, we, now what, you're making me feel bad that I'm not going to buy it. I think you should be buying it. Duke, right? if you buy it, if you don't buy it, a baby will cry. Yeah. <laughs> well, babies yeah. are going to cry anyway. Yeah, oh, no, baby, that's why I said baby. it. I, might. I mean, because I'll probably buy it soon anyway, so I might as well get it when it first comes out. Yeah, no, I think you should. Because I buy it, Duke, and then you can give me a bollocking when it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's going to be, though, to be fair. Well, I, you know, I'm not the type of person who's going to, like, wet my pants in anticipation over a game, because then when it comes out, there's a chance that it might not live up to that. Yeah, let's as as we're talking about that, I suppose I should talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, first of all, I'd like to say, right, my my copy of Alan Wake which I've been waiting for for five years. Five years. You've been playing it for five days. you got five minutes. I know. Five stars? I finished it. Let me finish. Let me just finish first. So it arrived on Thursday. So it arrived Thursday morning. I got a day early, which is cool. It's always cool to get things a day early. But what did we do? What did we do on Wednesday last week? We did Uh, a live show. Which, oh, was, that's right. which was nearly three hours long. So what do you think I was doing on Thursday night as opposed to playing Alan Wake? Playing Alan Wake? You could have just said, Mike, edit the show. I want to play Alan Wake. You could have just said, screw it. I'm putting all three hours up. Here yeah. you go. I'm going to play Alan Wake. That's more important than editing this nonsense crap that Duke kept playing out. <laughs> I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you've got to be kidding <laughs> But... But I did get. You waited five years. What's one more day? Exactly. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So that's dedication for you, man. You don't get that on other podcasts, man. Sanctuary for gamers, ladies elite. They don't put in this kind of blood, sweat, and tears, y'all. You need to recognize how much uh, work we put in, especially Stu. Well, he had seen the show when I should have been playing the game I've been waiting for for <laughs> five right. years. So now he doesn't uh, even have anything to say about it because he's too busy editing the show. I know. I know. Actually, I finished it. <laughs> I finished it. I finished Damn. it today. I know. Started it on Friday, finished it today. So it makes me laugh, right? Before you before you start on Alan Wake, how people like people who say that they haven't got time to game find time when there's a game that they want to play. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like you're like, oh, I never really have time to finish these games. You have, you probably have about six or seven games to finish, Stu. You know, I'm not I'm not picking on you, but you that's probably true. I'm not being too bad. I've actually caught up. Really, I've yeah. caught up. I'm sure, there's a, I'm sure there's a few games you could have finished up, right? But yeah. now Alan Wake comes along, this brand new game, you're like, I'll finish this in, in two days, no problem. And it's like, and it's Murphy's Law's the same. He's like, I've got no time to game. As soon as that Halo Reach beta comes out, he's on all the time. And, and his kid's like, Dad, I'm so hungry. He's like, go eat more peanut butter. And, like, oh. and, and how can you talk? Yeah, exactly. That's it. I mean, right. I must admit, I very rarely complain about that. I, I make time to play games. We you all know, do, because that's I what's make, important. Like, it is. It is. Okay, so, so anyway, enough about it. Enough of the Alan prelude. Wake. Get to the game. How is Alan it? Wake. Alan Wake. Um, yeah, it's good. It's really good. What's, it, what's interesting Yay. is, right, I sort of wrote my review before I finished it, and in some ways I wish it had waited till I'd finished it, because 
it got better towards the end. It's sort of a bit of a roller coaster, really, towards the end of the game, and really well done, you know. But it eats in essence. Being chased by zombies on the roller coaster? No, do you know? Funnily enough, right? Left dead too. Now, well, now it's really weird you should say that. I've not seen anyone make this comparison, but there are parts of it that feel a lot like Left 4 Dead. Because it it, it almost feels like Left 4 Dead with a story in some ways. Left 4 Dead has a story. There's zombies, you're trying to get away, there's a helicopter, you get on the helicopter. Yeah, something like that. It's a great story. But in this game, there's obviously not as big a numbers of the things that are changed. Usually five or six at a time is, is the limit. But obviously, yes. there's, they're harder to kill, and they come in different varieties. So there's a there's a bit of variation in those. But yeah, it's basically get from point A to point B. Each chapter or episode of the of the game is is structured in that way. You basically start off at one point, and you have to get to another point. And along the way, you'll fight a few things, do a few very usually fairly simple puzzles. There was nothing too taxing in the puzzle front. And then at the end of each bit, there's usually some sort of almost like a finale moment where, you know. Shit goes down, yeah, and stuff happens, yeah. So it was, it was a lot. It felt a lot like that to me, and one of them, very much in particular, felt a lot like uh, Left 4 Dead. But I won't give any spoilers. But there's one. I think it might be Chapter Four. At the end of Chapter Four, is very much like a Left 4 Dead moment. At the end of that chapter, is there like a, there's like a witch and a tank and a spitter, and it's like what? The no, heck? well, it's interesting again. The the way the enemies the, the enemies come in sort of I think it's like three or four varieties really. There's the ones that aren't too difficult to kill, um, but you've got a, the ammo is at a very much a premium, so you're, you're <laughs> forget it. I'm not playing this game. You're no. gonna hate it. But not only <laughs> ammo, but you have to conserve your torchlight as well. Oh so God, that's, a, that's another degree of stuff that. <laughs> Duke has to conserve. It's over. <laughs> so you've got to, you've got to keep all the. Because you hear Duke ranting about the game now. <laughs> your torch. No, because bat- I'm not going to go rushing out to play it. Your torch batteries, and also you've got your ammo, and then you've got all your different gun types. You know, so there's and then what's really weird about it, there's no you don't uh, level up your guns at all, but as you get through the game, the guns just get better. So whereas you start off with a double barrel shotgun, sort of when you get to the third chapter, you you're suddenly given a, a pump action shotgun, for instance. So you sort of your weapons uh, ramp up, you get different stuff. So you start getting your flashbang grenades and your your flare gun, which is pretty cool. That's a bit like a rocket launcher. I'll take out three or four taken question, at the same time. Question. Question. Uh, you know uh, your ammo and your lights and your flares and your stuff and your jazz. Yeah. Right? Do you have to conserve that and and then it carries over to the next episode or do you have to use it in that episode yes and no when when you get from chapter like a politician yeah chapter five (laughs) to chapter six you the torch you've got because the torches piss me off the most Mm -hmm. because you get to the end of a chapter and you get like there's three different types of torches you can get you get your bog standard tiddly one then you get more like you know the x-files torch Uh you know and then you get like a big power torch you know like a big handheld yeah. massive thing um but if you finish the end of a chapter with that when you start the next episode you don't have it anymore okay and you have to basically build up your ammo and all your guns again so most some, some of them you'll end up with no guns again at the beginning of the next episode and you have to and build all that up. He's again. like, well, that's over. I don't want need these anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is a little bit weird like that. And but but I suppose the difference between you know a lot of people have made comparisons to Heavy Rain and stuff. This is three sixties, but it, it sort of isn't really at all. It's it's nothing. It, it has nothing in common with Heavy Rain at all, really. It it is an out and out. Dark most of the time. 
Yeah, but it's an out-and-out third-person survival horror, much like... More of an action game, then. Yeah, it's an action survival horror, more in the vein of Resident Evil 5 or Dead Space, that sort of game. You know, and and it is quite scary. There are some proper scary moments and and jump-out-of-your-skin-type moments. You know, it's... it's, Yeah, it's very good at doing that. Um, And you have to learn to, to do the combat as well because it's no good shooting them until you've got rid of the darkness with your torch first. So at the beginning, you're just shooting them and it's not, you know, you're shining the torch and you're shooting them at the same time and it's just wasting ammo. Yeah. You have to, to, like, shed that skin of, like, dark. Yes, and then then shoot them. them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, shoot them afterwards. So. yeah, so it's good, but the story's really good. I thought the story worked really well, and the episode, you know, the way it's done in episodes works really, really well yeah. as well. You know, it's uh, and and the conclusion was good. I like the end. Yes, uh, I was going to say questions too. Yeah, question. Um, I said like Destiny's Child. No, question. that's all right. You ask away. The ending. A lot of people. It's it's split in the middle. The yeah. Ending. Uh, people love it. People hate it. You're saying you're loving it. I like the ending. Yeah, I thought the ending. Did was you see a- it coming? Was it was it a shocker? Was it like, oh, I kind of saw that coming, but it's still cool? Or did it blow your head off? Did you have to, you know, sit down for a little bit or stand up or whatever? No, I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a. It wasn't a Bioshock moment type ending. Although the ending, but you know, the moment in Bioshock, it wasn't like that. But I thought it finished it really, really well and left it quite open in some respects as well. Because you don't really find out what the darkness is, you know, what it's all about, really. So it's left it open enough for a second one or, you know, the DLC that's coming in July. So, but it's it's cool, you know, I I, I really, really quite liked it, you know, more so than, I, you know, because there's always that, especially when you've been waiting for a long time for a game, there's always that worry that it's not going to be, you know that great or you know it could be another too human or you know what i mean is it the best game you played so far this year oh god that's a really good question probably not i would probably say that mass effect 2 was probably better but it's a different sort of game yeah. isn't it you know and and i suppose that's a, that's the problem you know you sort of you're comparing you know apples and oranges aren't you you know what i mean it's you if you just look at it uh, at a more uh, simple way and just go which game did I enjoy more you know would you say Mass Effect 2 or or Alan Wake or Heavy Rain <laughs> uh, yeah I definitely liked it better than Heavy Rain yeah that's, uh, there you go I think yeah. it, it sort of it just works I mean it just works on a game level it works you know the the combat works really well you know and it's it, it feels sort of frantic but satisfying at the same time so sometimes you do feel a bit overawed but you have to use quite a bit of tactics you know and like i said the enemies you get the simple ones then there's these ones did either of you play fear the original fear where there's the the light ninjas that keep disappearing and reappearing yeah i play that on fear files yeah well there's some of the like there's taken that are like that that are just like a blur you know and they just sort of keep reappearing next to you and then they'll disappear again yeah. you know so they'll appear sort of slash you with a knife and then disappear again so there's those and then there's the bigger dudes that are sort of carry spades and sledgehammers and pickaxes, and they take a bit more killing. And then there's the the chainsaw guys, which are really big, massive construction worker type dudes, and they carry huge chainsaws. So, but yeah, I thought, like I say, I mean, it, it's it's. I think it was really well done. I really do. You know, so I, I quite liked it. So there you go. Good. Well, all well, right. I, I, I'm, I, it's. It's nice to hear that you, you you're quite you're not like 
going crazy about it, you know, like you you, you recognise its flaws because a lot of people have been saying Stu, Alan Wake, they it's it's become this big joke mm. uh, where this game has been hyped up so much for you, Stu, that I, I kind of felt like you know we should uh, we should back off from Stu and let him kind of make his own uh, choice about it. And it's nice to hear that you, you know you you recognise that you know it's not going to be the best game in the world. You know it's it's not going to be for everyone. Evaluate it honestly. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, don't misunderstand me. I don't think it's a, it's a really, really good game, and it's really well done, and everything sort of just works. There's no. I mean, apart from the facial animations, everyone's twittered on about that, and yeah, they don't. It doesn't always look great, and I'll be honest with you. The inside, externally, the graphics look really good. You know, like the scenery and the trees and the mountains also look really, really cool. But inside, it doesn't look that great. You know, internal stuff doesn't look brilliant. Yeah. You know, and especially when the, the, it's very apparent when you're in his. There's some scenes where you're in his apartment back in New York or wherever it is, and it it really doesn't look great. But the voice acting is good. The script was quite good. There's one particular bit that made me really laugh. There was just a really funny bit which I thought was really cool, uh, and it really made me laugh a bit. You know, and it, it's just got a good balance of everything. You know, and I I thought it was fine. You know, it's it isn't doing anything new though, and that's probably my biggest issue with it. It's not. You know, it's it's a third person action game, and it's just a good one. You know, it's just a really yeah. well done third person action so, game. Uh, you liked Max Payne. I did. How does this compare to Max Payne? I think Max Payne was a lot darker somehow with that. It's all in the dark, pretty much. I know that's a really weird thing to say, but like I think a darker story, like a yeah, like kind of more twisted yeah. kind of characters yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And the other thing, I think the other thing that I missed with it, you know, I mean, you've you have you had a watch of the Bright Falls miniseries stuff? First three or four. Yeah, and and the one thing I really did miss, you know, in, in the Bright Falls, there's all these really quirky characters that you come at, that obviously he comes across who say all weird stuff to him and, you know, really disconcerting stuff. Mm. There's none of that really in the game. You don't really come across these characters that are a bit weird or a bit quirky. A little bit, but nowhere near to the extent. I think the miniseries, unfortunately, the prequels were done so well the game could never really live up to that, you know, it couldn't really live up to the way that they, but there's some cool stuff like the TV shows that you come across, there's one called Night Springs that, that you see quite a bit, and they're quite weird, and there's there's quite a few of those dotted, you know, you play all those, and I did alright for achievements, I think I got over half of them in the end, so I got over half the achievements in the game, but yeah, it's good, it's, it's good. I mean, I don't know what what else more to say about it, really. I think yeah. I've said we'll it. Have to, when, I, when I get around to playing it, uh, and Duke, we'll have to do a spoiler shit out of it. Yeah, no, we can uh, definitely... Yeah, but, I mean, I, I don't think Duke's going to play it anytime soon, so no, we might I... have to do it just you and I, Stu, but, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll have to do a spoiler. I thing, think you it? definitely enjoy it, Ginny, I really do. I think. Yeah, I'm, 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 I want to get around to it. I, I think it's because it's more action-based, and I was a, a huge fan of Max Payne, where I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like this a little bit more. I mean, the dodge thing, there's this dodge mechanic that I never hardly at all used. It just didn't work very well. Because it's also your run button, so it's a bit weird. And it just didn't work, so I never used that. But to be honest with you, I didn't miss it either. So it was there, but I never really used it. But I never thought, oh, yeah, I'm really struggling because I can't work out the best way of using it. Mm-hmm. But it, it almost didn't really matter. It didn't really matter. But yeah, definitely, I'd definitely recommend... Uh, people at least give it a rental. I, I'm a bit disappointed that it's been marketed so little. You know, when you see the sort of marketing that Heavy Rain got uh, prior yeah. to that being released, this doesn't feel like it's had anywhere near the amount of 
of marketing or getting it out there. You know, so I think that's a bit yeah. of a shame. I don't, I don't watch much TV, so I don't really, I'm not aware of how much advertising goes on. But I, I do remember seeing that stupid advert, the heavy round advert with the cardboard cutout kind of thing when he's like running around and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen any Alan Wake stuff. No, I and think also had... the, another game has come out last week and it's kind of killing Alan Wake because it's, it's a FIFA game. Yeah. And that, that's the game that's, uh, that's beat Alan Wake because, you know, FIFA's always do well. So it's a shame, but I, I think I think it's doing all right. It's second in the, in the UK charts. Yeah, which is pretty good, really. Gets a lot of shelf space in game as well. I walked into game. Red Dead Redemption's taken a lot of shelf. Uh, Alan Wake takes a lot of shelf. And they even had a, a pre... You know those box, like little bo- empty boxes they have of games coming up in games? Oh, yeah. Uh, they had a, a little box, uh, like, well, you know, about half a shelf, um, dedicated to uh, Naughty Bear, which I was very shocked about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they got some Naughty Bear boxes on there as well, just to, to oh, provide nice. that game, which I was really shocked about. But yeah, did, uh, when you go into the shop, I'm sure people uh, will be like, oh, what's this, Alan Wake? I mean, it's weird enough for people to kind of like pick up and see what... I think, it's, you know, judging by looking at the box and stuff, it's it's kind of cool, you know, it's cool looking and stuff. I think people will pick it up. It's doing all right. Yeah, no, I hope they do because, you know, you never know. We might get a second one in five years' time, <laughs> in another five years. You never know. They might bring out number two. Um, so what else have you been up to, Ginny? Anything exciting? Uh, what else have I been up to? I saw you were playing Bully. What's all that about? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to catch up, you know, with all these games. And uh, Bully, Bully's one of them. Oh. Is that just to yeah. get you in the mood for a Rockstar game again? No, it? well, oh. what it is, is I, I, thought I wanted to get it out of the way quicker because what I, I, I don't like to get myself in the mood. I like to kind of play something else. I like to do the open sandbox thing and then play a first-person shooter and then play a third-person action game and then like swap it about because if I play uh, a sandbox game and then go to another sandbox game it, it kind of makes me uh, a little bit you know I suppose tired of that genre so I wanted to get Bully out the way quick as I can and trade it in but I've got really no choice because I need to I want well no, I don't need to but I want to trade in Bully and a, a bunch of other games that I've got yeah but you're going to get about a quid for Bully is it even worth trading in yeah I don't. I don't care. I'm just gonna get it. Get out of Get it out of my house. I don't care. I'll see how much it is on on eBay. I'll sell it on eBay. But mm. I just. I just want to get some games. You know, out the way. I've got quite a few, and I just kind of need to get rid of them. And I. I haven't got around to doing it. And I just want to play all the games that I need to play, and just let them go. But then June's a bit quieter, isn't it? You know, apart from is Crackdown Two. Is that in June? It's August, I think. Is that August? No, it's the beginning of the summer crackdown, too, or was, wasn't it? Oh, sorry, no, uh, Dead, Sp- uh, Dead Rising 2 is August, sorry. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. crackdown 2 was the end of June, I think that was, wasn't it? So so it's fairly, it starts to quieten off a bit for the summer. But, so but, There's know. a ton coming out in May, but then after May, we've we got like two or three games coming out until September and stuff. Yeah, there's Mod Nation Races, that's coming, isn't it? That's out, that's out this Friday as well. Is that out this Friday as well? So, yeah, that'll be interesting. There's uh, also uh, Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands this Friday and Split Second as well this Friday. Yeah, I saw a trailer for Prince of Persia. It looks very much like the older ones. It looks good. It yeah, looks it, looks really... like, it, looked, it looked much better than I was anticipating, to be honest. It looked very Assassin's Creedy to a certain extent, I thought. It's good. Same well, engine. Yeah, well, I thought that, and I thought, ah, that actually looks quite cool, you know, because I wasn't really expecting much from it, to be honest. Uh, but it definitely looked a lot more... Prince of Persia than the last one, 
if that makes any sense. A bit more back to what it was before. Yeah. Mm. It did look alright. Yeah, it did look alright. So, Jude, what have you been up to? Anything exciting? Oh, yeah. I've been doing all sorts of exciting, fun things. Woohoo! Um, I'm playing some demos. Things on wheels. Oh, man. That game sucks. So, what's that then? Because I've definitely not played that. It's an RC racing game for Xbox Arcade. It's really stupid. It's like the most boring racing game ever made. It's just really, really dull. And, uh, yeah, you're supposedly driving these little RC racer cars around, but they're, they're, they're so, they turn so quickly that before you know what you're doing, you're going 180 turns and then you're facing the people that you're supposed to be racing with. And, uh, it's just atrocious. It's really badly done. Uh, but there was another arcade game called Rocket Knight. I played this, I played this, Duke. It was a lot of fun. I really had a good time with it. I didn't buy it, but uh, there's a nice variety of game types. Like, you know, it's it's mostly a 2D side-scroller, but uh, you have this little rocket pack on your back, so you you jump up, and then you can sort of float back down by putting on your retro thrusters a little, and then you can rocket in a certain direction, left and right, up and down, diagonal. And when you rocket in a certain direction, you put your sword out in front of you, so you can basically take down the enemies very quickly. And a lot of it's kind of Mario-style, you know, little enemies coming at you. You just hit them once and they die. Um, and when you have, when you're fighting a boss, the last time, you know, the last final hit on the boss, it, it does this peggle like slow motion zoom in moment. That's really satisfying. Cause you're just like, ah, take that you stupid boss. Uh, it really needs online co-op. That would totally, I'd probably buy it if it had an online co-op. That, the only thing that stopped me from buying it, I, I enjoyed it as well, dude. I thought it was really good. Um, but the only thing that stopped me from buying it was the price. And I think... Uh, the price of these arcade games, and to a certain extent, indie games, yeah. really make or break these games, you know? Because I, I would have bought this for 800 Microsoft points. I thought it was yeah, fun. Yeah. The art style oh, was really cool. Um, I mean, the platforming felt really nice, you know? Yeah, it felt, easy to it tell felt, what's going on. And yeah, I, it, was, it wasn't trying to overcomplicate everything. There's no nope. leveling up system or anything. You just go yep, from yep. left to right, and you've got a cool little charge thing, and that was it. Yeah. And they didn't bother with much of a story. You're a farmer. There's yeah. these big ships coming in. Now you go fight crime. Like that's yeah, it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I, I, it was 800 points. I would have picked this up, but yeah, yeah. it's it's just a little bit too pricey. I never thought of online car. That's a that's a good idea. That but would be, I mean, you know, because in a way, it's sort of Castle Crashers ish. Um, but you know, I don't know. It feels, I it feels be... like I mean, it feels like a Mega Drive game. You know what I mean? It feels like a yeah. like a Super Nintendo sure. Mega Drive game. Exactly. But and I think that's deep. the best. That's sort of the best thing you can do with indie games and arcade games is to, you know, like I think Explosion Man did this really well, you know, of like taking that concept and putting it in with fun new graphics and making it fun to play and not worrying so much about giving it a lot of complexity and depth and stuff yep. because, and, and dropping the price a little. Yeah, like keeping the price down uh, is a good way, I think, to, I don't know. There's a, there's a, there's, there's, there's a, 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 and I mean, and that's that's I think a good place for those games. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think game designers at that level should be thinking about pushing it so far up into the stratosphere. Where, yeah, if it's so complicated and you know in depth, you would need to charge more. But uh, if it's just a simple, fun little game, then you can charge less, and you're going to sell more. I think, and that's a better way to do the math there. Yeah, no, I, I, also- I, totally, I totally agree with you. I think, I mean, we've said this before, though, haven't we? That. You know, it does put you off. If you need, even if you think the game's okay, if, you know, like even in the indie games, if it sort of 
240. I, I don't know what it has to do to sort of make you go, huh, yeah, it's worth spending, you know, rather than spending 80 points, I'll spend the 240 on that, or even the right. 400 for the ones that are, you know, trying to sell at 400 points is a lot of money to spend. Or it feels, you know, it isn't really, not when you yeah. you sort of work out how much 400 points is, but it just sounds a lot, doesn't it, for an indie yeah, game, yeah. 400 points. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's always tough. And then I played the Iron Man 2 demo, which oh, was... Oh. Uh, yeah, I wanted to like it because I love the movie. The movie was really good. Have y'all seen the movie? No, I haven't yeah. seen the first one. I it's it. real. I mean, I, I don't know. I love Robert Downey Jr. So it's kind of one, he's one of those actors that like he could be reading the phone book and I'd be like, yeah, awesome. But uh, I thought the movie was good. I mean, Don Cheadle's the man and uh, Sam Jack's in it, so you know, you got a good cast. There. I've heard it. I've heard it drags in the middle. Is that right? Eh, a little bit, but I mean, whatever. There's a lot of action sequences, and there's one awesome sequence where. For some reason, and I won't give too much away here, but Don Cheadle and uh, Robert Downey Jr. are both in Iron Man suits fighting each other, and it's during a party, so Robert Downey Jr. turns to the DJ and he goes, put on some cool music I can play uh, for me to fight my friend with, <laughs> and, and so they put on uh, Robot Rock from Daft Punk, you know that song? And they start yeah. playing that while um, the... Uh, So robots are fighting while that song's playing, and it was just perfect for the moment. I was like, yes! Uh, so, you know, that, it's, it's a popcorn film, and you won't miss anything if you wait for DVD, but it's fun to play, or it's fun to watch. And I was thinking while I was watching it, like, some of the fight scenes, like, this would make a great video game. But it, they did not make a great video game, because the controls yeah. are wonky, and the targets are unclear, and the graphics are... So when it, it affects, do, you, do you think it affects the development when they know they're going to be fired straight after it? <laughs> I don't know, but they did not do a very good job developing this game. <laughs> but the thing is, when are they going to... I mean, well, I suppose they're never going to learn. If people keep buying the games, they're never going to stop making them like that, are they? Don't you feel yeah. sorry for little Timmy, though? You know, that <laughs> what's the Iron Man film? And yeah, this is cool. I'm going to buy the game. But he saves all his money up, and it's total shit. thing, though, if little Timmy's that into the movie, he and, you know, he probably loves the comics, too, he pro- he might not even mind so much. Like, I know. Not, bits himself that it's good. You, know? you see, that's not true, because my daughter, bless her, she got some uh, spending money from her. It was added from her birthday or for something, anyway. And she bought she bought this terrible Miley Cyrus game, you know, the Hannah Montana game. <laughs> oh, yeah, for- I know it, yeah. Hannah Montana for a DX. And it is truly terrible. And even she was like, this is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because they always make horrible, horrible video games for girls, especially. She, she Maybe she's because she's quite weathered in gaming because you... Also, you know, like, you know, it's because like, you were standing over her going, what is this crap? How can you play this garbage? <laughs> she is, she's a girl. You've made a play, no, but you've made a play like games that, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, like games that are, are well received and they're yeah. clever. Like Animal Crossing. Those kids don't know any better. And like because, yeah, because I mean, she knows what a good game should be. You know, maybe a little bit better than than other kids that where parents don't really know they just buy anything. You know, and I do try and dissuade her when she picks up these sorts of things. I'm like, you're not gonna like, it's gonna be rubbish, you know. And she's like, oh no, but it's Hannah Montana. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be terrible. And she's played That's it about bad. twice. Yeah, I know. I, I bet you said you should have listened to your dad. <laughs> but but she's a girl who knows where all the secret stars are in, in Super Mario Brothers for the DS. You know, she's yeah, Super Mario Brothers. is a brilliant game. I know, though. and she knows where they all are. And even I, you know, she's way better at it than I am. And she does some stuff and like, and she's like, oh, and you go down here, and then you have to make sure you shrink yourself, then go down this tiny pipe, and then like, yeah, oh, yeah some of those stars are tricky. Okay. And she gets them all, you know. She's and, but she'll play the level. 
over and over and over again until she finds them all. That's all she wants to do is find the stars. And it just shows you how addictive those types of games are, doesn't it? Yes. Another game that's addictive is Modern Warfare 2, which I've also been uh, playing. Yeah. And in fact, I prestige this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So how many, was, uh, how many is that then? That's my third prestige so far. And man, that oh. last level is such a slog. Yeah. You know, I was last, playing no, all day level. Sunday. The last level, all you got to do, like that went really quick for me because I was trying to get as many kills with the AK-47 as I could because you yeah. unlock it at level 70. And I'm like, yes, I've got the AK-47. It's an awesome gun. And I use it, it and use awesome it. Gun. And then like, it, it must be like like Einstein's theory of relativity, you know? Like, you, you, want a, you want a gun that you, you really want to use, yeah. but you've only got one level to do it. And so you want that level to last forever. Whereas well, the other you, thing is that, yeah, I'm also not used to... I'm used to the M16, so when I get the AK-47, I'm still doing the short bursts. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, I can hold the trigger down and it'll keep firing? What? Yeah. What a Where's crazy this idea? technology available? <laughs> I know. You do oh, know. You do too. know. You do know. Those are hours and hours of your life you're never gonna get of back. Of course, you can I'm say that about any video games. Of course, I can. But I know it's pretty ridiculous to not go out and get uh, Red Dead Redemption if I'm playing Modern Warfare 2 so much. I know, and do, but doing the same thing over and over. But you know what? I realized. Hang on a second, though, because I was thinking about that, and you were, like, how can you play the same game? Play every day? <laughs> but here's the thing: chess is the same game you play it every time. Go is the same game you play every time. The point is, in those games, you're playing your opponent. You're not playing the game. And then with Modern Warfare 2, that's true as well. Sometimes your enemy team will be campers. Sometimes they'll all be running around crazy. Sometimes they'll be shotgun wielding. Sometimes, sometimes they'll have snipers. Yeah, every team is a big down, Sometimes they'll shoot down your pavlos and your choppers quicker than the other team. Yeah, exactly. Other teams do. So a lot of it is about figuring out as, soon, as fast as you can, how the other team is playing and trying to counteract it and adjusting your way of playing in case they figure out what you're doing. Sometimes people will stalk you. So if you kill them in one spot, if you go to that same spot, they'll be waiting for you. Sometimes they won't. And so a lot of the fun for me is dealing with all of that stuff. And it's not the same game every time. It's, it's actually pretty different each time because the people you're playing tend to be different. But the thing I noticed that I really, I think this is an important breakthrough for me is that I take the game so much less seriously when somebody else is around that I know because I was playing some games trying to get the prestige trying to get the prestige and I was getting so frustrated because I'd have like a 6 and 12 round and then like a 7 and 9 and I'd be so frustrated like, why can't I go positive damn it this is taking me off and then Chinny showed up he's like hey let's play and I suddenly I didn't care at all it was like I don't care what's happening I just want the points and I'm having a good time so I think it's much healthier for me mentally to play with other people that I know than it is for me to play alone fair enough no that's yes. that's fair and that's quite a bit done. of I've been quite a, playing quite a bit of Modern Warfare again. I didn't think I would, um, but it's drawn me in again a little bit. Uh, I've gone up about four or five levels today. One of us. One of us. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk some more Modern Warfare to after the break. Come on, play it now. Fuck it. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> talk some more. I think it is time we took a quick break, though. So okay. we'll, we'll do quick break. Quanrian's uh, indie pick for this week. Quick uh, talk about break. that, and then, and then we'll talk some more. Shit, really? Talk some more stuff! There you go. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. This week I'm going to be looking at a game that is loosely translated from Japanese into The Knights Defending. 
and another game called Zombie Estate. The Knights Defending is basically a hack and slash tower defense hybrid and while that may put some people off and I'm not really a big fan of the tower defense stuff and I've, I have done a couple that have been a little bit more tower defense-ish than I would have liked, one's actually pretty cool. It's a lot more action oriented than pretty much any of the other tower defense ones I've done. Even the other game I did, uh, Soulcaster, was a lot less interactive than this was as far as the combat went. So what you're getting here is a lot more like, pretty much like Gauntlet almost, uh, and that's actually what I thought this game was going to be like at first, because the whole side screen where you're picking your character is very, very reminiscent of Gauntlet, and it almost looked like the uh, developer took that as a theme to build the game on. So yeah, pretty much you're just defending your princess, and she's in the middle, and you can actually push her around like a block. I'm not really sure what that's about, but uh, yeah, you can actually shove her out and get her killed if you want to. But yeah, basically you've got her in the middle and you're trying to defend her and you build towers. And what's nice about this is in not every tower defense game, and actually a lot of them, you cannot go through your own towers. When they're there, they're there and that's it. And you are you can kind of wall yourself in if you're not careful. And this one, you don't have to worry about that. And also, to repair your towers, all you have to do is hit them and they repair that way. And since you're going to be swinging like mad to kill all the enemies, you're going to be automatically repairing your towers as you're killing the enemies. And it's just actioning enough with just enough different moves to keep it from getting boring because it doesn't have just a single button. You've actually got a normal attack and then you've got a special attack and then you're, you know, you're building and you're going around and, uh, you know, fixing up the stuff. So there's a little bit more going on. And yeah, I, I quite dig it and I like the art style. It is a bit much. It's uh, 240 points. So this definitely is not an impulse buy. I couldn't stress that enough. But if you really love the kind of defend the castle or defend the, you know, even more like a survival type shooter type deal, this, this might be up your alley. And there's leveling up as you would expect from tower defense, but you're pretty much doing all the leveling up on yourself. You don't do any leveling up on anything else. So it's, it's very focused on the character you're playing. And the other game I'm going to be looking at is going to be Zombie Estate by Jeremy Verchik and uh, and friends, I guess you could say. Uh, I, I look through the credits and it looks like most of the people on this development team are either his siblings or close relatives, family and whatnot. So yeah, this, this seems to be like a, a close-knit project. Very neat little game. Nothing too out there in this one. What it basically is, is a survival shooter with some quirky graphics. It's pixel art, and uh, if you really want polished graphics that look like modern, you're not going to like this game because it is pixel art, and it's it's chunky pixels too, so they're big and they're very obvious. So it, it's very easy to pick take this game down a lot of notches for that graphically. I like the sound in the game. I assume that's a violin in the background, and uh, yeah, I, I love the violin, so I like the soundtrack to this game quite a bit. And you're pretty much just going around killing zombies until you kill them all, and it actually does let you know how many zombies you've got left to kill, so that's kind of nice. Another nice thing is, in a lot of these games, you don't control when the next wave comes. In this one, you actually do. So if you want to take a little bit of a break, and you know, you don't want to get swarmed right away, it's up to you when you start the next wave. And the main thing about this game that probably is going to set it apart is, one, you've got a ton of different little pixel people to play as. They're not any different, it's just a it's just a visual. And then two, you've got a lot of different weapons to buy and get ammo for. So there's like 20 different weapons, and it goes anywhere from expected weapons like machine guns and grenades to really weird stuff like I saw a fish mortar, and I don't know what a fish mortar is, but I assume it's 
very weird and goofy and all kinds of other weird stuff is in there too. So this game actually does have to, a sort of uh, off-kilter sense of humor and uh, definitely worth checking out and this is definitely the uh, cheaper of the two at 80 points. Alright, so if you want to grab a couple good games and the indie games, you can do a lot worse than uh, The Night's Defending and Zombie Estate. And just a quick reminder, The Night's Defending is actually in Japanese, so you're going to have to uh, kind of search a little bit to, to get at it. But right now, it is in the new games, and you should be able to pick it out by the quirky little anime chibi characters on the cover art. So uh, yeah, definitely check them both out. They're both, uh, both really good games, and uh, it's hard to pick them out because there was a lot of good stuff that came out today. So there we go. So there we go. And and to be honest with you, there's been a raft more come out since that. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. What do we think? What do you think, Duke? Um, what did I think? The the Japanese one was the more fun of the two for me, but I wasn't really blown away by either of them. Um, I'm not really into tower defenses to begin with, and I like escort missions in games not much at all as a general rule, and this one felt like it was kind of a mixture of both of those. Uh, she didn't move around at all, so that wasn't a problem, but I don't know, you had to kind of run around and kill all the enemies, which wasn't too bad. I mean, it was, it was fun, and it was nice to upgrade your towers that were defending and stuff, but, um, yeah, I don't know, it just felt like it was kind of repetitive, and, uh... I didn't feel like I was getting a lot out of the gameplay. Uh, and then the other one, the zombie estate. It was so weird because there were like 50 different characters you could be, but it didn't seem to make much difference which one you picked. It was just how it looked. And then all the enemies looked exactly the same. And I was just like, what is that about? Um, I do like the cutesy little kind of 2D done as 3D style 8-bit art, but overall I just eh, I felt like it was kind of meh. And I wasn't too blown away by it. Okay, fair enough. And uh, Chinny, what, Yo, did you, what did you uh, think? I liked them. There you go. There I like both of them. I did. Uh, I like terror defense games, which is probably why I liked uh, the Japanese one. I thought it was going to be terrible. I, I have to admit, I thought, I thought this is going to be awful. It's in Japanese. It's just going to be terrible. Uh, and then I, I was charmed from the very the, the first thing you see, where it's like a kind of uh, Senez cartridge thing. And yeah, that was cute. To, I like that. They try and switch it on, but um, it doesn't work. So they take it out of the console, and you have to press A to blow into the cartridge and yeah. then switch it on. That was just like the title screen. And then, yeah, it's just a little terror defense game. I mean, it took me a few guys to kind of know what, what to do, I guess. Um, it wasn't really clear on how to do things. It just kind of put it all on the page and went, go. Uh, but, you know, it was good. I liked it. And um, I, j- I didn't know that you could repair your uh, towers by hitting them. I, I was pressing wine on them and stuff, so I didn't know that. See, that's uh, the thing. Indie games need to do a better job as a whole of showing you how to do stuff because they yeah. throw these screens up that have all the instructions. Nobody reads. I mean, I don't spend time studying all of that read. for a game I'm going to play a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I don't read, I'll read a book. Um, so, yeah, I, but I, I liked it. I did. I, I, I did like it. I played it all the way to the end and I thought it was good. Uh, a little bit pricey. I know it's kind of hard to talk about price when, when they're so cheap, but you've got to compare it to everything else that it's going up against. And I, I think they're kind of, there's, there's better stuff out uh, I guess for cheaper. I think if if that was eighty Microsoft points, I would have bought that straight away. Um, but I hesitated at the two forty. 
the other game, the uh, Zombie Estate, I think I thought it was alright. I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I like Duke. I kind of. I think it's cute the way they uh, they do like the three D two D thing. Uh, I think that's good. Uh, yeah, and I, I I thought it worked well. You know, the shooting mechanics didn't feel like, like, like you didn't know what it was doing, or you could, you always got a kind of sense of where you was aiming and stuff. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I just didn't buy it because I just thought, well, there's probably there's zombie apocalypse for the arcade, which is much better, and it's got achievements and stuff. So I just kind of felt there was something better out there. Um, but yeah, and wasn't this it, one also? I'm sorry, wasn't this also the one where you had to point which direction you wanted to shoot and then also pull the trigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of those. Yeah, it's a little bit annoying. Um, I just think it just, there wasn't enough there really to to kind of to to grant a purchase. But if the Japanese one was a little bit cheaper, I would have got that. I really would have. Uh, but no, the, no, I, I I didn't buy any of them, but they're they're definitely worth. Uh, Having a look, I think uh, the the Toe Defense one, Toe Defense fans should check out the Toe Defense one, the Japanese one. But it's hard to tell people where to go to get that because you know it's in Japanese. It's so the Japanese one. Just go on the Japanese one. The Japanese one. Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I liked I liked that one. It's just a little bit too expensive. Yeah. Do you know? I'd, I'm sort of the other way slightly. I I preferred the Zombie Estate to be honest. I like that better. Um, because I just thought it was full, and I thought I liked the way when you shoot them, bits of pixels would fly off, yeah, you know, yeah, and, that's cute. and it was quite bloody, and you know, for a little cutesy game, and I just liked the way it leveled up, and I liked the way the waves happened. There's eight different types of zombies in it, by the way, different things, uh, and some of them split into five little ones when you shoot them as well to make it. I even. guess I didn't get that far. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I am going to buy it, but I haven't had a chance because I just sort of gave it a quick play and then was back on Alan Wake, unfortunately. So I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't put a ton of time in on it. But it has got four-player local co-op as well. So if you get three mates round, it's a bit of a, you know, get a few beers in and have a laugh shooting tons and tons of zombies. Uh, but no online, you didn't have time apparently to get the uh, the online. But the the biggest weapon you can get in the game is called the cattle launcher. Mm-hmm. The cattle launcher, so I'm assuming that shoots cows or something. <laughs> so, Very strange. Who knows? But I thought it was fun, and I liked the style of it. And I thought, when I saw the screenshots on the, before I downloaded it, I thought, oh, this isn't, you know, you can barely tell what anything is. But once you actually played it, isn't, it isn't as bad as it looked. Yeah. And I liked the mechanic of, you know, you know, upgrading your weapons, getting picking up the dollars, and then going into the shop and buying different... There's four types of ammo for each gun. Yeah. Uh, so I was. I liked it. I liked it. The other one, I sort of played it a bit, but I think I'm probably more of a more traditional tower defense, where you sort of have to keep going around, you know, upgrading all your towers and stuff. So, yeah, I didn't like that as much, but I still thought it was okay. I think they were both good picks, and apparently, uh, Quamrian sent me a, a quick message uh, before the show saying that there's some really more good stuff come out as well afterwards. So he's he's a bit shocked at how the quality of the stuff that's uh, arriving at the moment. So. Hey, that reminds me. I played that Decayed game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. What a weird game. But it was really well done. Um, yeah. I was unhappy with the way that it ended because it's sort of like... Oh, you bought it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, I figured uh, it wasn't going to... I knew I was going to be, you know, if I was intrigued at all, and I was by what you said, I was going to want to do the whole thing. So I just went ahead and bought it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was good because the puzzles were tricky like you, you know put the numbers in here and where are the numbers who knows you got to find them um i had some trouble with the thing with the the pictures which was stupid because as soon as i figured it out i'm like duh 
Um, but yeah, I thought that they it was it was head scratching enough to keep me stumped for a little bit, and then when I got it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That you know, I didn't have I didn't feel like oh, I'm gonna kill myself in aggravation, which is a really hard balance to find, I think sometimes. But it's really good when a game does that, and I think a, a, a puzzle game has to really strike that balance, especially when it's trying to create an atmosphere of, like creepiness. And this one totally did. Like it did a good job of creating that mood and tone. So yeah, I liked it. I'm, I'm, I will buy part two. Yeah, for definite, I'd absolutely agree. And that is that dull, creepy, or what? Yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, and and like they did a really good job. Like a little bit of spoiler. Like when sometimes you'll be doing something, and you'll you know you're trying to figure something out, and you're peering at the screen, and then like you'll change something, then it's something that'll appear, and you'll be like, oh my god, what the hell is that doing there? Yeah, it's very good. I've got I can't recommend it enough. I've all you know for a. Bit pricey for the length, you know, because it isn't, you know, probably depending on how much head scratching you do, depending on how long it takes. Yeah, it took me about an hour, but I mean, you know, it was totally worth it. Yeah, no, it's good. I told you it was good. Look, you see, I am am quite a good judge of games sometimes. Um, So there you go. So yeah, some good picks this week. And there is, I I do think we're starting to see some quality coming through. I think they're starting to get some decent stuff on there. You know, it is. Especially Killer's Dream. Especially Killer's Dream. But yeah, I do think it's it's starting to improve. So that's good. Okay, let's. Hey! I think we're definitely starting to see some good time. Um, yeah, Modern Warfare 2, I do need to talk to you about this. Woo! Yeah, yeah. So, are, are you going to buy the next map pack? Uh, they already announced a new map pack? Yeah. 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 Damn, that was fast. Yeah, it's called Resurgence. Well, it's called what? Resurgence? Resurgence. Resurgence. Yeah. I don't know anything second, about it. Tell me. Second of June, third of June. Three yeah. new maps, two old three. ones. Three new oh, ones, yeah? two old ones again. Uh, the, the two old ones are going to be... Come on. District. District. No, uh, no. No, the two old maps are Vacant and Strike. Oh, Vacant and Strike. There you go. Va- yeah. Vacant's the one where you're in... Strike. It's like an apartment... Um, there's it's the apartment box, isn't it, on each side, isn't it? Is that the one vacant? No, 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 no. This no, one's no, vacant, no. then. Uh, basically, there's, there's half of it's outside, half of it's inside... Um, you got a big back room. Oh, oh, I know what that one. Yeah, the courtyard. Oh, that is is that the yeah, one yeah, where? Yeah, and there's the big the warehouse ghost. on the side. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Go. Ghost one, wasn't it? Where that guy? Yeah, that's right. That's ghost. right. And then okay, the other yeah, one yeah. is so like kind of. What's it called? Like a, uh, strike? Is it? Is it yeah, strike? strike the other it's one. like an urban one, so it's um, it's very orange. You know. It's, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That had the the sort of mosque looking area on one side. They were shopping it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good map too. Those are good map. They are good maps. And then you got a you got a new map which is uh, in a carnival and yeah. it's like yes. a big uh, mouth. The answer to your question is yes. I'll be buying this. Fuel, uh, <laughs> which is a sniper's paradise, apparently. Sniper's dream. And then you got another one which uh, trailer. It's, park. It's like a, in a trailer park. And it's really yeah. tight corners and all these sorts. They do say better maps, to be honest. But another twelve hundred points though, fifteen dollars. Yeah, but I mean, dude, well, you spent seven hundred and fifty points on that. Crossing. It wasn't. It was 560. It goes up every I know, time. but you played it. it only for a little while, and you probably haven't played it again since. I haven't, but I'm It doesn't matter. The point is, I played these maps that I got on the last map pack a whole lot, and I'm really loving them. They're good maps. And, uh, you know, I don't want to be the noob who has to hang his head in shame because it says, Duke does not have the map pack. I am. <laughs> That's me. I haven't bought them. That's you, dude. And I can't play them when I play with you. Nope. No, but I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't care if other people get it or not. But I will because you know I like playing those maps. Uh, I sold my COD four, and 
I, uh, yeah, you know, it's a great game. I'm having so a lot you, of fun with it. If there was only one map for 1,200 points. I no, I wouldn't. I totally I... wouldn't. <laughs> it's, um, but I do feel like it's it's a fair deal. I don't think it's a. I, I, I check myself there. It's not a great deal, but it's. I feel it's a good deal. Com- I mean, look for me, it's a good deal based on how much yeah. I play the game. Like it yeah. works for me. And if it doesn't yeah, work, he, for he me, does get he does get more value out of the maps that you did out of that out of that DLC for no, I, I don't. This yeah, is that's right. Really so why don't you quit giving me a hard time about this? Don't you think they should? I mean, you know, like uh, Gears of War. They gave you them free, didn't they? The gears. Of the course, original. they should give it to us free, but they're no, not no, going. The original to maps, the original Gears of War into Gears of War Two, they were they were free and they were updated. Only, only if you bought Gears of War Two brand new. Yeah, well, that's fine. I don't mind that. I think that's okay. You know, because that's a bonus for buying it brand new, isn't it? But shouldn't don't you think they should? You know, if you bought the game brand new or whatever, they should give you the old maps for free because they're not really doing a lot of work on them, are they? I agree. They should charge totally you less. You know, you know what they said with the you know vacant, right? You know, on the back the back room, Duke, where you've got that. Like a, an entrance to one of them, but the other one's blocked with a gate. Yeah. Right. They says, "Oh, we've done we've done a bit of work on the on the old ones. I mean, we we've upgraded the graphics and we've removed that gate." I was like, "Really? <laughs> yeah, that's what you said." You know what I mean? Oh, right. well, that it is worth fifteen dollars. Yeah, I mean, it, it's frustrating that I think you know, and it does feel a little bit like you know. But they sold two and a half million of the last map pack, so I don't suppose they're too bothered whether people gripe or not because people still buy it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, some other other Call of Duty news. Um, yeah, they've Activision have been registering domain names oh on the internet, God. and and these are ones they've registered. So let's see which one the DJ fancy. We've got uh, Call of Duty Future Warfare that has been registered by Activision. Man. Yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. Maybe. Who? I mean, you can't tell anything by a domain name. All right. Well, let's move on to that. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare is is one. <laughs> You know why they bought these? Because they don't want people setting these up and like pretending that it's some actual Activision game. Okay, I'm getting to the cool ones. That's cool. Okay. Uh, Call of Duty Secret Warfare. What? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> well, you're not supposed to know. <laughs> it's a secret. Secret warfare. And the final one, and this is one that's causing the most uh, buzz around the internet. Uh, Call of Duty Space Warfare. Oh, space! Has has been also registered. God, so what do you think? On the internet, full of idiots and gullible people. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, I, yeah I think here. I think um, Duke's right. They're just kind of doing it so no one else does it before them, just to be safe, just to cover their backs. I don't think there's going to be a space warfare coming anytime soon. I won't get too excited about that. Uh, it's just kind of yeah, they're just covering their backs. I think. Would you Would you like a space warfare? <laughs> <laughs> would you fancy that? But would you would you uh, like would it be something in the vein of say Battlestar Galactica? You know where it's I would a bit not want it, Stu. Like, I'm not I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not, I don't want it. I just don't want <laughs> you, it. You don't want it? No. No. Well, no. you'd like that. Would you? Do what about you? You're the big Call of Duty fan here. Would you Would you like a bit of space warfare? Uh, maybe. Really? I've said this before. Just I've knew- said this before. Like the <laughs> thing that kind of bugs me a little bit about Halo is that, and this is a dumb reason for not caring for space shooters, but energy weapons and I felt this way about Borderlands there's something really satisfying about shooting a piece of metal from a gun that's metal and when you start having guns that are plastic and they're shooting energy beams it's not as satisfying and like because it's pew, pew, or it's and it's just I don't know for some reason I really like the the, the, the way you know weapons from this time period uh, are, are all about metal and it, it just really works for me I've got to yeah. say, some impressive uh, 
you know, impersonations of guns. I'm, I'm actually related to uh, the guy from P- Police Academy, so I can <laughs> no, do all those sound effects. Oh, in- honk, honk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you go. So there you go. Yes. Bit of, see, especially for you, that bit of Call of Duty news. <laughs> That's right. See, special for you. Um, yep. I'd like to move on. We ha- we have had an email off email. Uh, yeah, off School Duggery who was on last week. Yeah. And and he sent us an email entitled Two New Titles for Discussion." Bless him. Right. He's always doing well, this. All right. To, he's always doing this to us. Uh, so he put, "Howdy doody, my VG uh, brethren." Cool. Brethren. He didn't spell it. I've, I think he spelt it like that on purpose, to be honest with you. There you go. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks for letting me loose on your great show last week. It was a blast, and I Yay! really enjoyed uh, taxing your brains to the max. Oh, who won, by the way? Who, who was who was that? Who won? Shut I don't up. think anybody did. I think we decided. Let's, no, see you guess, let's see you guess weapons from Modern not, Warfare 2. Not only won, but I think pounded the opponents into yeah, the ground. Yeah. It's not right. hard to guess weapons from left yeah. to dead. There's only five. <laughs> I don't care. I won. Um... <laughs> Uh, Brains to Max, then sniper pistols in Modern Warfare 2 are lethal. Um, just for to drop in a discussion in your lap and see if you can shed some light on the following. Yes, Brink. we can definitely shed some light on it. Brink. What is it? Brink and Bulletstorm. Uh, two forthcoming, some would say, similar titles which are inbound. Uh, what do you know about them and when are they I'll, due? I've got one thing to say about these. The first thing I want to say, they're not similar at all. No, I don't think they're similar at all. <laughs> right, uh, Brink is a kind of like a, a parkour first-person game in the same vein as Mirrors Edge, you could say, but there's more kind of action and guns and stuff, uh, and you don't have to press 500 buttons. You, you just kind of select one button and it does it all for you. Uh, but yeah, it's all smart, kind of the smart system apparently. Smart is. system, yeah. So you kind of select the path, like you just kind of look the, the, in the line of sight. You like you want to go in that direction, but there's obstacles in your way. You press and hold down a button, and it does all the jumps and the crouches and the swings or whatever for you. It doesn't you don't have to do it yourself. And then Bullet Storm sounds always reminds me of that Simpsons game that Bart steals uh, from the more Bloodstorm. Yes. Uh, always reminds me of that, and it's the worst game for a name for a game ever. I saw a trailer on it, and you're on some kind of weird uh, planet where there's vegetables and stuff. And yeah, people say vegetables are good for you, but not on this planet. Uh, I couldn't be more disinterested in a game ever. I just can't. I just looks terrible. It's first person. It, you know, it's the same people that did Unreal Tournament and Gears, but no, it, it actually it isn't. So we'll come to that. Oh, it, it is. is no, it, it is. It, it, it is epic, though, right? It is epic. Who are publishing it, but they're not the developers. Oh, I thought they were the developers. Oh, no, you see, you see, you it, don't it, see. It, that's it why. We're, you see, you that's see. Why in this, you see, I know, yeah, but like, it, it does look like a lot like Unreal Tournament. It does. No, that is definitely fair to say. It does look a lot like that. Yeah, but it and is... that's that's not good for me. Well, let's let's come. We'll come to that in a minute. Shall we start off with Brink really and and talk right. a little bit about Brink? Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing this. It's probably about eighteen months ago now when I first heard about this title coming out. And it's the teaser trailer, didn't they? That guy. It did. Really... Yeah, they did a. Re- have you saw the new trailer? They did. I probably haven't seen the most recent one. I have to say, uh, it's really cool. It's like, like it's like it's like a, a relay of deaths. So you see this one guy, and he's chasing this other guy, and then he kills him, and then you see this new guy, and this other guy kills him, and then you chase him. They did uh, that it's... on Battlefield Bad Company too. I know, but like, I'm, I'm talking now. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, the, the new trailer is really good. You should check that out. But yeah. But yeah, no, basically they, and I remember when they were touting this, it's by Bethesda are publishing it. It's, yeah. it's made by Splash Damage. Um, and basically they, they're saying that this is a game that's 
an amalgamation of everything. You don't if you if you want to play single player, you play single player. If you want to then go into co-op, you don't have to stop and restart. You you know someone can just join you, and if you want to play multiplayer, you can also do that without having to come out There's of like the game. Borderlands a little bit. Yeah, it is a lot. I think it's a lot like Borderlands, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think it'll be more multiplayer, and it's eight player co-op. Oh, that's cool. So you can have eight player co-op, and basically what will happen is this is the it... first game that's done that many on co-op. Probably. Uh, Resistance 2 did it. Oh, yeah, it did, but this is in the full story mode, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So basically, what will happen is the person who's leading the game will pick a, an objective, for instance, to do, but yeah. then all of the people who are playing will be given little mini-objectives that make up the big one. That's interesting. So, so you don't all have to move together? No, you, you, you're given your own little task to go and do. That's pretty cool. I like that. So it's it's sounding quite cool, I have to say. You know, I, you know, and it's apparently it's very dynamic. The way the battles unfold will, will be interesting. You know, and it's first person, so it is a first person shooter. Um, but it's it's basically a you know a world on the edge of sort of destruction, on sort the brink, of, on the brink of destruction, brink. sort of gameplay. Um, but it's got mega. It wasn't it wasn't. Am I remembering this right? Isn't this the game where? There was a bit of controversy because there's no female characters, or was that a bully storm? Um, I have a feeling it's brilliant. That's every game ever made. No, we're talking no. about. I've never heard that ever. It's either, it's either this or bully. One of them had there was some controversy Could because be because there's a huge line. No, I think it's possibly this because it had. Um, it's got a, in the trailer. I don't know, but it's got a ma- whichever one it is. There's a massive. You can really customize your character, but they said because. Because it took so much memory to do that, that they couldn't put it in. So it was sort of there was. I'm sure there was there was some controversy because they wouldn't. They didn't. Put, they decided against putting women in because of the amount of work and extra, you know, like memory. Yeah. It would use those pixelated boobs take a lot of memory. Yeah, well, that's, that's what they were basically ridiculous. saying because they were saying a woman shape, a woman shape is so different to a man's. It would have been everything would have to be done double double the amount of time and effort, and everything would have to go in where, it. Where, where. So yeah, so you can only. I'm sure it's that one. You can only play as a bloke. I could be wrong. So I may be wrong on that, but it's one of these, I'm sure. I can't imagine there's going to be a whole swarms of women looking to play this game, but it's still stupid that they didn't include it. Yeah, I can't remember. It's almost like to be transgender when we are uh, post-creating boundaries of transforming the paradigms of gendered identity in virtual spaces, man. I'll try and look, while we're talking, I'll try and look that up and just check whether it is. I'm almost yeah. sure it was, but I'll, I will look that up while we're talking. Um, but So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's looking pretty good. Now, it's supposedly coming. Is this one that's supposedly coming out in September? Yeah, it's supposed to come in this year. September the 7th, I think, supposedly. But uh-huh. I, I, I find that very hard to believe. I don't think we've heard enough about it for it to be I true. don't know. I still think it's possible. We've got a big, uh, big gaming show coming up. Yeah. Yeah, possibly E3. We're doing a big gaming show now. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right, yeah. It could be. I mean, it's been announced, though. So, I mean, they're liking their announcements at E3, don't they? Mm-hmm. You know, they pre- they prefer that. I'm, I'm 100% sure we su- we'll see more of Frank uh, in the next coming months. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that he'll come this year as well. But, you know, it is Bethesda. They're publishing it. They like to take their time. Yeah, I think it is this because I'm just having a quick look at the characterization screen and at the top, the only choices you've got are body type, archetype, her, face overlay, headgear, face gear, outer top, lower, under top and voice pack. But there is nothing that says male or female. So I'm assuming it was this one. I do remember there being a bit of controversy because you couldn't uh, you couldn't have a lady in the game. So there you go. 
Anyway, so yeah, Brink, yeah, Brink is looking is pretty good, you know. And the, I like the fact they're going down the Assassin's Creed route of pressing one button and it'll do whatever it is that you need. Yes, to. dumb it down. We're too stupid. We can't handle all these buttons like mirrors. But says. to a certain extent, you just want stuff to look cool, don't you? You don't necessarily want to have to do all these. Inter- no, they're dumbing down games. It's a trend in all gaming. Every yeah. game last three years has been dumber. <laughs> well, I don't think there's any problems with that. Okay, oh, bully, right. bully storm. Let's let's move on to that then, and and sort of put you in the picture as to who who is actually developing this game. Um, so yeah, it isn't it isn't it, it's been um, obviously published by Epic, but Epic aren't aren't doing it. It's actually by a, a game company called People Can Fly, which is a Polish developer. Is is the actual developer of the game? Uh huh. Um, the developer's called. I'm sorry. People can fly. People can fly. Apparently, they that's got very the, dangerous. They got the name from a from a record by a um, by an Israeli um, techno group. So that's oh, that's where the name of the company. I've done see. I've done a bit of research. Uh, yeah. Wikipedia is a wonderful thing. No, it wasn't actually. No, I had to do a bit of. Go on, tell us about the game. Come on. Um, but the the other the only other game that they released was a game called Painkiller, and it got quite good reviews. It was it was. <laughs> Yeah, Painkiller, which was released on the PC in 2004, that was released. Um, basically, it was a first-person shooter, much in the, the vein of Quake and those sorts of games. So that explains the art style of this and the fact it looks a bit like uh, you know Unreal Tournament, Quake, that sort of game. Um, the, the original game, it did quite well. It, it averaged around 8 out of 10, so it wasn't terrible. You know? So they've got a fairly, you know, possibly good pedigree. And um, yeah, in in that game you were supposedly in hell, and and each there was something like twenty odd levels, and each level was a different style of level. So each level was different. So one would be like, you know, like I don't know, abandoned warehouses, and the next one would be something completely different. So that's how they structured it. Uh, but it, it it was fairly clear. So I mean, it's not. It might not be all terrible, you know. Uh, I saw, I saw the trailer for it. It just makes me want to vomit. I just think it just looks. Just the name puts me off as well. A bullet storm and like needy <laughs> people and plants that can eat you. It's just everything about it just makes me want to hate the game. You know, if I was fifteen and full of testosterone and full, you know, uh, just, I, no, no, I, I just makes me want to throw up. I hope I'm wrong. Like I'm more, you know. But I never am because Red Dead Redemption is going to be awesome. So yeah, but the guy, the, the the main story of the game is a guy who is in this sort of underground group called Dead Echo or something, and then basically he uh, finds out the corrupt. So him and one of the other characters gets out of it, and then he ends up being this dodgy space pirate who's just drunk all the time. And and that's basically how it works. But it's a bit like Borderlands in the way the combat works. Everything you shoot gives you points. Right. So if you get a headshot, yeah, I saw, you get I, saw uh, I saw that on the trailer actually. Like, yeah, it all pops up like Borderlands. Yeah, so you get that, and then you can convert your points into upgrades. And basically, the more stuff you you can like string your combat together, and you get sort of each time you kill somebody in a stylish way, you get some bullet time. So everything slows down, and then you can start chaining your kills together. Apparently, blah. I, oh, here I, it is. I was looking for that sound from The Simpsons talking about Bone Storm. I want to buy a copy of Bone Storm. Here's 99 cents. Uh, allow me to summarize the proposed transaction. You wish to purchase Bone Storm for 99 cents. Net profit to me, negative $59. Oh, oh, please take my $59. I don't want it. It's yours. It, it, it. Seeing as we are unfamiliar with sarcasm, I shall close the register at this point. All right, go ahead. Yeah. 
Uh, but, I mean, it says in here, isn't it? You know, one of the things I've read is an example. God love us. Uh, you can upgrade uh, your gun to, say, a, like a normal machine gun can suddenly fire 100 rounds at once. You know, 100 which, rounds at once. At once, wow. which I'm assuming is pretty devastating. Yeah, that's a lot go, of rounds. And it will go round corners. <laughs> so it'll shoot round corners as well. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, Cliff Blazinski was getting all these knickers in a twist about it, but he is he is one of the, one of the producers on the game. So you know, he yeah. might not be actually developing it, but he's he's definitely yeah. in the mix. I just I just I, I I don't know. It's just something about the game that just makes me. It's the art style. I think it just I really just don't like it. It just it, uh, to me it's ugly. You know, it just looks ugly. Yeah, it did uh, look. Not, yeah, I have to say. I mean, the, graphically, I mean, I'm not saying the graphics are bad. I'm just saying the way it's designed and the the, the environment and stuff. It's just not a place I want to spend 30 hours or whatever it is. Uh, no, uh, we'll wait and see. But I, I really don't care about Bullet Storm or whatever it is. No, know. I've got to say, if I, if I was sort of more looking forward to one of them, it would probably be Brink. Yeah, uh, I definitely. think that's going definitely. to be doing something more unique or a bit bit newer, you know, or something. And it's coming this year as well. It's yeah. Well, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Um, the NPDs came out this week. Woo! NPDs! Um, and I know we don't do NPDs most of the time, even though I say that every month. I know, but we're only, we're only going to just touch on... There's no hardware stuff this time, just software. I thought we'd just touch on the software. Lovely. Uh, uh, I touch you and spend no more than two minutes uh, on this yes. is America only, remember. This is only in America. America! I don't have the sound file yet. Doesn't matter. We can spare one less sound file for now, Duke. You're all right. <laughs> no way, man. People are oh. chosen. Uh, Go ahead. The, the biggest selling game was Splinter Cell Conviction. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 486,000. Have either one of you played that yet? Yeah, I finished it with him, though. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I played it at the same time as you and finished oh. it. Did you? We've talked about it twice. Did Where you have really? you been? I can't remember. <laughs> Splinter Cell seems so far away. What does it matter with you? Um, no, it's on it, drugs. Does, is it me, though, Stu? Does, does it Splinter, does seem Splinter Cell it seem like really it so far? It does. Jeez. It's only about three weeks ago. But yeah, it does, oh. seem, it does seem a while ago. And it was quite a quick game to get through. It was only short, wasn't it? So yeah. It um, so that was uh, number one. And then the rest of the, the top ten is made up of mainly Wii and DS stuff. There is uh, God of War 3. God of War 3 is in the middle on number five with uh, 180,000. And Battlefield Bad Company 2 uh, was number seven with 166,000. Oh, and Street Fighter 4, sorry, PS3 is number ten. So that, that sold 143,000 copies. Who's buying that? Super Street Fighter 4. Yeah, Super Street Fighter 4. Yeah, it's yeah. just come out. That's why. I know, I know. Because it's who's, super is why. I know. Who keeps buying these zitter? I'm super. super is it now all different, though? Yeah, well, it's got a ton of characters in it. It's got, like, ten more characters in. They're all a lot from the start. New backgrounds, new, new yeah, different tweaks to the... Why didn't you just do some the... DLC for that? Sonic what? Boom! Yeah, why didn't you just get DLC for your, whatever, your other Street Fighter Super Duper Part 7 thing? I want it. Because that's not the way Street Fighter works, man. Didn't you ever play Super Street Fighter 2 and then Super Street no. Fighter 2 Turbo and then Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Alpha? And then Su- Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Remix. Whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really get that stuff. I really it's, not for you. it's not for you. Obviously. For you. Accept it. It's not for you. Obviously. Uh, the interesting thing was, though, um, yeah, in general, uh, you know, you dropped nearly $400 million Um in the month, so that's how much money was spent on games in the month. But it was down 22% from April last year 
22% less was spent. What came out in April last year? reeling from an economic crisis. I was trying to think if there's anything big came out last year. But there was the... 2008 was uh, Grand Theft Auto 4, but 2009... Last year was 2009, though. Yeah, I don't don't think there was anything. But I think it's just a general recession thing, surely. You know, people not spending the same amount of cash. So there you go, and year to date, year to date, and this is just scariness, isn't it? But year to date, US, uh, $2.52 billion has been spent on games up to now. So there you go, $2.5 billion. April, last year, Ninja Blade, Godfather 2. Oh yeah, they were good. Oh god. Chronicles of Riddick, Dark Athena. Do you know, it makes you realise... Yeah, Braid was good, but I don't people... Zeno Clash, Dynasty Warriors, Gundam 2. Nothing came out, Jesus. Yeah, nothing. Nope. Yeah, well, well, remember... Only one good game came out this month, really. That was Splinter Cell Conviction. Yeah. I mean, that's, Fire Fire does... that's a discounted game. That's 25 quid or whatever. So. But also, remember last year, the, the DSi had just hit, hadn't it? That had just come out. So that would have probably boosted the amount of DS games that were being sold at the time. You know what else had just come out in March? What was that? The Wheelman. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, The Wheelman. Also, oh. Storm Rise. Oh, for sure. I've forgotten about Stormrise. Storm I don't Rise. know See, that's going to skew the numbers. There it's a go. game. Crap game. <laughs> Crap game. It's the game where you, you rise storms. But yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's just interesting that, you know, obviously it is down year on year, but to a certain extent, you know, with the economic climate as it is. Yeah, but May's going to be different because of the, oh, look at all the games that are coming out in May. They'll, surely there's going to be uh, well, we'll more see. money spent in May than there is, was we, last year. We will see. Anyway... Uh, yeah, we need to ha- we need to have a list because we haven't had a list for a bit due to right. time. special shows. So I have found something quite interesting. Uh, well, I thought it was an interesting list anyway, Chini. So do you want to uh, uh, do the list for us? Right, and this would be the list involving drugs, maybe. It'd be a list involving drugs, yeah, because you know, drugs. <laughs> you know, we like to uh, you and know the coolest opening image ever. Yeah, it is a it's not a cool image. Yeah, it's horrible. It's that image of that person with the mouth and their eyes or mouths. Lovely. Um, you've probably seen it elsewhere. <laughs> so go for it. So, so read us the title. What's the list called? Uh, right. It's uh, is it? I haven't got it. But it's top ten games. Is it top ten? No, top six. Top six. Top six games uh, not to play when you are high. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah, and you know, under the influence of marijuana. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, yeah, that is a disturbing image. I just saw that. All right. Number six, uh, the Phoenix Wright series. The last thing you want is, uh, what's that word? Memorization. Memorization. All right, memorization of logic and reasoning. You're high right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, while, you're, while you're high. Well, okay, there are a few worse things. I don't know. Basically, you can't memorize everything while you're high. And in Phoenix Wright... Objection, you need to memorize stuff and look for little tiny finicky things like a different way to spell a name, which took me forever to figure out in Phoenix Wright. So, number six, Phoenix Wright. Number five, anything physical, (laughs) music and rhythm games. So, anything we fit, uh, we sports, resorts, guitar hero, rock band, it's going to be over, people, if you are high, because (laughs) you won't know what's going on. You'll think you're actually on the stage (laughs) in the rock band. Thank you, Houston. You're in Dallas, moron. Uh, Any online game. 
yes, this might seem like a cop-out, but there are two good reasons why you should be avoiding this. First, let's be honest, you'll not be performing up to par. I actually played somebody that was uh, drunk. But while, while I played him at Gears of War, and it was hilarious to watch him play because he was all over the place. Uh, and the second reason, according to this website, is... Uh, the communal should be a communal spe- uh, experience. I can't speak today at all. Why are you screwing around with a bunch of uh, misanthropic? Oh, misanthropic. Why am I doing <laughs> that? People I <laughs> this isn't an easy one to read, is it? <laughs> I can't. I can't speak today at all. I can't pronounce my words. Losers online when you could be chilling with your friends, popping some Mario Kart or Smash Brothers, uh, and go to town. Hey, you might enjoy playing Pachu in this. State was Pikachu. Yeah, it's supposed to be Pikachu. Pikachu. Ah, uh, yeah. That there you go. That reminds uh, okay. me. How do you get seven hundred thousand Pikachu on a bus? I don't know how. Pokemon. Ah, uh, that's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> but if you poke them on, like you'd be so busy with the other ones, the other ones will probably get out by the time you. There's flaws to that. Yeah. Uh, the third one in this list of uh, games you shouldn't play whilst high is the Grand Theft Auto series. Uh, blowing stuff up while you're high seems like a fun activity, but constantly being chased by the police does not. Yeah, so if you're being chased by the police in Grand Theft Auto, you might actually think that they're real and <laughs> try to hide the stash or swallow the marijuana uh, or put it into little orifices that it shouldn't be. Uh, so yeah, you shouldn't play Grand Theft Auto series. Number two. Left for Dead, Silent Hill, or Resident Evil. This is for obvious re- obvious reasons, really. <laughs> um, if you're high, you kind of think things are real when they're not. If you're playing a zombie game, you may think that the zombie <laughs> apocalypse is really happening. Uh, and then you'll lock up your windows and your doors and you'll border them up and then your family will see uh, what you've been smoking. And uh, number one. I love the last one. <laughs> The top game in games you shouldn't play whilst you're high. <laughs> the DS, it's cooking, Mama. <laughs> a game about food when you're high. Seems like a natural combination. Well, no. When you come down off your high, you don't want to be staring <laughs> at a grocery bill for $200 worth of food ingredients you have no intention of using, um. foreign or otherwise, unless you have a special someone in your life. It's bad enough you risk buying 10 boxes of ho-hos, I'm presuming that's uh, something American, when you light up, but now when you have this shit to worry about, hell nah, uh, stay away from cooking mama uh, because you don't want to be buying all those exotic ingredients that you'll never ever use. Yeah, probably a good idea. So yeah, cooking mama. And don't buy also, the, the the mama herself talks crazy. Hooray! You gave it your best effort. <laughs> there you go. There Whoa, you go. A new record. How how do you have those clips ready? He did it. Because <laughs> it's awesome. I've got, I've got. I don't know if anybody else can think of um, think of any games, but I've got one. Portal. Because you won't know where he's up and down and left uh, and right. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. uh, and it'd be like. I thought I just came through this door. What the Dude, heck, man? I, we could make one of those guns. Dude, we I could, got some tinfoil. Put it in the microwave. We can make we a could portal make, gun. Imagine we could get John out of jail. Yeah. Dude. Don't worry. My mom will fix this. Yes. There you go. Uh, and can you two think of any games that um, you can play whilst yeah, high? I'd yeah. say any game, really. Yeah, Dead Space, <laughs> that would be a, wouldn't be a good one. Dead Space. The, no. the, especially the sound. 
yep. you know, the turn turn. That would probably free you out. And, and Res HD, I don't think, would be particularly that great. That's for more LSD stuff, really, yeah. isn't it? Not, not marijuana. That would be good with LSD, not so good with marijuana, because you'd just you, be... Are you encouraging people to try LSD? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, really, you know. what the heck? You know. Don't uh, do drugs, kids, anyway. except for aspirin and television and capitalism. Uh, and alcohol. Duke, have you got any... Uh... Other, other drugs are available. Um... <laughs> Duke, can you think of any? Uh, no. What about Killer's Dream, man. Killer's Dream, that game would screw you up if you were on drugs. Because you'd be like... Dude, I think Killer really is in my dreams. God, that was so. What about Alan so, Wake? Stu? would Alan Wake be weird if he was high? Um, no, I don't think it would be. Actually, it's not. It's not that weird, really. Oh, what Possibly. games would make sense if you was high? Yeah, Geometry Wars would be good when you were high, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are we talking about here? We, time is slow. We know nothing. I I've never taken drugs, so I would have no idea what would. I'm be eating good. space cakes right now. <laughs> what would be good or bad? Uh, whilst high, so there you go. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a little list on it. It was, a, it was a quick list, but you know, it's quite a good list. I like I like lists like that. It's a fun list. It was a fun list, you know, and not yes. stuff you'd expect. You know, I like I like the I especially like the Wii one. You know, playing uh, you know Wii Fit while you're high. Or I would pay like. to see someone high playing a physical. God, that would be that really Wii, Wii Fit game. Yeah, just dance. <laughs> just dance would be awesome. <laughs> there you go. There's another one for sure. Hey, have you got any Varna? <laughs> um, oh my god. Um, yeah. So I think it is. It is time to take a, a quick break now. If you now, this is a bit weird because if you tuned into the live show uh, last week, you'll have heard this. Um, but unfortunately, due to the length, sheer length, I actually cut it out. So it was in, and then it was sort of out. Um, yeah. I know, uh, but yeah, basically it's it's by uh, Alex Double O Seven apparently, and tech he's nine? yeah, but it's not really Tech Nine. It's a guy called Alex Kresovich is is the guy who's done the remixes. Um, yeah, but the actual the actual group is Tech Nine, and it's got the soundtrack from GoldenEye in the background. So that's basically Woo. the story of this. So and it's called Golden Fly. So there you go. Yeah. Um, off you go. <laughs> Here we go. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong one. Here's the right <laughs> one. I got it ready to go. Here it is. You ready? One, go. two, and go. I'm a better spinner, talking not too loud to the block, saying that I'll be heard. And I'm in a center, then I get a yuck, 
it'll never get better when you're sitting by the minute. Consider moving the mountain, never stop and never limit. Come to the finish, and when it's competition, I'm diminishing it. Everybody move to this, get drunk, hella boost to this. Any, many, many more time for you to choose the day. Take a home, beat it up like a pugilist. I feel like I'm wawa, God like Allah, ya da da. Him who Allah, him better than Waha, him full of Suraka. There you go. Do you know I've listened to that quite a few times, and the and the rest of the album is pretty cool, I have to say. So if you if you want to look it up, it's he's called Alex Kresovich. Is the guy, and there's all sorts of stuff on the Notorious B.I.G., uh, Drake, Jay Z, Will I Am. Um, so there's a there's a lot of stuff on there, and all all with uh, you know Golden Eye backing track. So they, Are they all got so the crazy. same? Backing yeah. Track? Yeah, they've all got different parts of the game's soundtrack in the back. Oh, right, okay, different parts. Like, yeah, it's not just... all, it's not the, just oh, the same thing like every the same time. Theme, no, right? no. It's <laughs> 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 yeah, the same each time. which song this is. It's dun, really good. Dun, 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 dun. So, so there you go. Um, yeah, to finish off tonight, you know, we, we are going to sort of alternate the quiz with the, with the new feature, and, and I thought of a new name. because you. Yeah, Duke distant the name last time, so it's it's now called the year that was. You know, so yes, the year that was. The year that was. So that's uh, quite. And we're gonna. And what was the year that was? Well, the year that was this week is 1997. So I thought we'd we started at 96. We'll go up unless somebody wants a particular year to be talked about. We'll we'll just go up in chronological order. How about? Um, so let's do events. Uh, uh, Gunpai Yokoi or Yokoi uh, died in this year. Died in this year. Now, who was that? Was. Born in 1941, died in 1997, and he was a creator of the Game Boy. So, All right. Oh, nice. So there you go. So he and the uh, the Metro, the producer of the Metroid series. Oh. So, and he died in a car crash. Wow, which was quite sad, wasn't it? Traffic accident. <laughs> Um, but but he's he's got quite an interesting story, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about this. Um, but basically, he started off life working in a factory, and the president of Nintendo was visiting this factory where he was working, and he was something like a janitor. He was like an engineer janitor type guy. He just he just you know cleaned stuff up, and he did he'd sort of in his spare time whilst he was at work, or you know I don't think Japanese guys usually have a lot of spare time at work, but anyway he did, and he made an extending arm. Like a mechanical arm, right? So while okay. he was working there, and how did that become Game Boy? Well, listen, this is where I'm going to. So apparently, the president was like, "Huh, that's cool," and asked him to develop it as a proper product for the Christmas rush. So he actually <laughs> made it when they, this was before they started game consoles, or when they were still just making toys, and it was called the Ultra Hand. Is uh-huh. is is what it was called, and apparently it was a massive success. So it it sold a, a gazillion. Um, I know. Did it actually sell a gazillion. It, it sold an an actual uh, gazillion. So there you go. And it was just several crisscross connected lattice works of plastic elements. So there you go. And it had scissor like handles on the end when it operated like a scissor. So there yeah. you go. And it was cool. that's that's basically all it was. You know those uh, things that used to pick rubbish up. Now it was basically one of those. <laughs> just an extended yeah. thing. Uh, so he so he made that, and then he went on to make uh, a puzzle called the Ten Billion Barrel Puzzle. So there you go. And, fast. I know. 
a miniature remote control vacuum cleaner called a Chittery, and the baseball throwing machine called the Ultra Machine, and the Love Tester. I have no idea what that was. <laughs> love Tester. I know. I love Is tester. that the one where you grab at the? It's at the pub, and you just grab it yeah, and it tells it's you the one that it's the one fish. that Aerosmith play. On They're the, playing it, and Hef gets like cold fish at the yeah. most tab. Who knows? But this was in 1970 to 1974, so this was in cool. very early days. And then in 1974, he started to work on, on games, and that's how he sort of... Uh, and and in, in some ways, you've got to say, he was probably, you know, as far as Nintendo was concerned, to invent the Game Boy is probably one of the, you know, the biggest innovations they came up with, really, wasn't it, at the time? So, you know, he was a pretty important guy, so I thought that was quite interesting uh, in that year. The Game Boy did all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, so what else happened that year? Uh, yeah, 3D Realms begins production on the infamous Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, dear. In, in 1990. Still supposedly. working on it today. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny when you think back to that, isn't it? You know. Yeah. So, yeah. So that happened. And, uh, yeah, in, on March the 1st, the Nintendo 64 was released. Yay! Yay! Yeah. was released in Europe. <laughs> uh, so you had one of these, I believe. Oh, I did. You did? Oh, yeah. I did. I loved it. My favourite console. When uh, Skulldogger said, what's your favourite console, excluding the current generation, I said the N64. So there you go. And in October, they, they released the SNES. So that was in the, in the, same, in the same year. Released a smaller redesigned SNES. Oh, so that was, was Yeah, sorry. That was like the, the sec- a bit like the PlayStation Small, I assume, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a smaller... I, I, I never saw one, but I'm, I'm guessing it's like that, yeah. It's like a Slim. PS3 Slim. That's so there you go. That's what it was back in the back in the day. Sure. Um, so what? Anything else? I'm just having a look if anything else interested happened news wise. Uh, not really. Not much. Not much. Uh, not much in in news. So shall we go and have a look at the games that were released this yes, year? Yes, there's Talk one in particular that's going to be there awesome. Was, it was a ton. There was an absolute ton. So we started at the beginning of the year in January. Diablo was released on Yay, the Yeah, Diablo. January the second in 1997 was uh, Diablo, and 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 again that's influenced a lot of games since then, hasn't it? Really, when you think well, yeah. about, you know, especially it's, Sacred Two. Yeah, and Two Human. Awesome oh, oh, that was terrible, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. But yes, it does definitely uh, influence. Then we had Mario Kart 64. Mario, yeah, the tenth that was released. So I'm assuming that's to coincide with the Japanese N64 release, presumably. Uh, I'm not sure, but I remember playing Mario 64 and I loved it. I knew everything about it, kind of like what Millie is doing now. Yeah. I played every track so many times. I knew every shortcut, every secret, every corner. Everything. I mean, to be fair, though, it's barely changed, does it, really? Just nope. graphically upgraded a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And then we had Feb the 28th, uh, Two Rock Dinosaur Hunter. Oh, yes, I also bought that. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, yeah Two Rock Dinosaur, the N64 and PC that was released on. And how was okay, that? Was it it was all right. It was all right. I mean, was that with the brain weapon? Was that that was on two. That was in two. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah you, had a, you had a weapon that just shot directly to the, the dinosaur's brain and cut it out. There you go. Uh, but that was in two. The, the best weapon in Torak 1 was um, there's a grenade launcher in there. It was pretty cool. Uh, but I, I basically just didn't... I, I, I found it really hard, so I used all the cheats and stuff, so I got all the weapons. Uh, <laughs> and you get, like... You get, throughout the whole game, you have to collect parts of a weapon um, to get a weapon at the end of the game, the last level, but like, you can just get it straight away. 
uh, and I remember the word the word for that uh, cheat was like about 27 characters long or something. It wasn't an actual word; it was just a code, but it was 12, 27 uh, characters long or something. Crazy. And yeah, that that final weapon, it was just like a big charge thing, and it just obliterated everything it, you you aimed it at. Loud. Yeah, that's cool. Um, did you did you have this? Do you you had a did you have an N sixty four? No, I never had an N sixty four. Ah, lame. Now I see. I didn't. I missed out a big chunk. Lame ors. Um, uh, March the twentieth, Castlevania Symf- uh, Symphony of the Night. I only uh, ever played the first Castlevania on the original NES. That's the only one I ever played. Do you know what's weird about this game, right? I, you know, when this when this was released on the arcade, I was like, "Oh, it's an amazing game! It's one of the best games ever!" Da, 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 da. And, and I've literally probably played the first five minutes of it about four times, and that is it. And it was a, quite an expensive game. I'm, I'm sure this was a twelve hundred point one. No, it was eight hundred. Was it only? Are you sure? Yeah. I remember they didn't have twelve hundred points on that. Did they not? But I always remember buying it and then thinking, "I don't know why I bought this because I really don't like it very much." And I, I really, I just wasn't that impressed with it. I was like, uh, oh, I don't Rose know. Rose tinted glasses, are you a size two? Rose tinted glasses. I know, and, and I think there was a bit of that as well. I, I wasn't really sure what all the fuss was about when I actually sort of thought, oh, it's going to be good. And then I thought, oh, is that it? Anyway, moving on. Uh, April the 1st, yes, there was a game released on April Fool's Day uh, that year. Huh. And it was called Soul Trap, which I've no idea. Anyone, any ideas what this is? I've heard of that. Soul Trap? Oh. I have no hmm. idea. It's a horror survival game by the looks of it. Eh, yeah. Whatever. Moving on. It doesn't sound great. And then the next one after that was Star Wars X-Wing versus TIE Fighter Meh. on PC. And again, I don't I don't remember this. I'm sure much. there's a lot of people going, oh my God, you don't remember that game. But no, we don't remember that game. No, don't that. no we don't. Uh, MDK. Now, I did have this. I had this I've on heard the, of that. Yeah. I had this on the PC. He had to, it wasn't great. It wasn't very good at all. I don't remember it being. I remember it. Oh, being... PC game said it's the most impressive single player game ever. Remind me what it was. What was MDK? Like uh, a... the manual was in the form of a diary of an eccentric inventor, Doctor Flute Hawkins. <laughs> I love it when he does that. Pretend that he knows what he's talking about. I don't uh, think he's pretending. <laughs> he's not. He's really pretending like I know what I'm talking about. That's all he's doing. No, uh, I don't know. It's usually a third-person shooter, except yeah. when sniper mode is entered. Yeah, I do remember it vaguely. I vaguely remember That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. I didn't anyway. play this. You played it. You tell yeah, us. Very vague. Dungeon Keeper. Now, I did play that quite a bit. Uh, Dungeon Keeper, which was a bit of a Peter Molyneux type of uh, where you uh, had to uh, keep everybody happy, but also give them a slap when they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. It was like a real-time strategy game. Um, so, was yeah. It good? It was Sounds okay, like, yeah. The dungeons hilarious. It was quite good fun. You could, you know, you could slap them and do all sorts of weird stuff. That sounds you. good, actually. You got me interested now. Yeah, it was quite a good dungeon keeper. So that's that seems a lot. Oh, it was Peter Molyneux. <laughs> How funny is that? I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I don't think you said the name right. Yeah. Oh my god, Peter Molyneux. Yeah, yeah sorry. Go. Yeah, no, I never knew that. Bull, Bullfrog Productions made it, but it was designed. Oh. Peter Molyneux, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, Bullfrog, is, that's, that's Peter Molyneux, Bullfrog. Yeah, didn't know that. They did I, all the uh, uh, theme parks and stuff. Yeah, so I did have that on the PC and I did play it quite a bit and it was quite fun, you know, slapping your minions around. So that's basically all it was about, really. And the, the more evil you were, the better you got. Anyway. He loves that evil and 
good. I know. Doesn't he just? He's never changed really when you think about it. He's just uh, his games have just. He's like Nintendo. Just keep doing the same thing. Yeah, the basis is still the same though. In the background, it's just the same thing, isn't it? Good versus evil, blah de blah blah. blah um, yeah, Star Fox sixty four was the next. <gasps> Do a barrel roll. Oh. Another oh. game where I just did everything in it. Everything. Wasn't called Star Fox in the UK. How was it not? What was it called? It was called Lilac Wars, and it was the first game um, to have the uh, Rumble Pack, because they, the, the Rumble Pack thing didn't launch with the console, with the N64 console. And back then, Rumble was just a pipe dream. And you had to have a, a little pack to go in the back of the controller, and you put two little batteries in there. And the box of Lilac Wars was huge, and it had this rumble pack in it. And it was like the first like game to to have rumble in it. And it was like, whoa, awesome! It rumbles. And now we don't even think about rumble. No, we don't. There, well, we did when the PS3 first came out. And yeah. It didn't have it. And then yeah. was our, you miss it when it's stupid. not there, but when it yeah. is there, you don't even realise it. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, Carmageddon, this got banned, didn't it? This oh, was, yeah. I was, games, see, was this next. is like, Carmageddon 1 got banned. Carmageddon for the 64 was absolutely terrible. Yeah. The, the game that you wanted to get was Carmageddon 2 for the PC. I played Carmageddon 2. I've still got it to this day um, for the PC. It was amazing. The graphics were so much better. In number 1, there, there was actually people that you could run over. But in number two, they replaced it with zombies, but there was a patch where you could kind of get it so it was humans again. <laughs> Have you seen um, the But in, in, in the 64 the version, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't people, it wasn't zombies, it was dinosaurs. They replaced nice. it with dinosaurs, and the environment was terrible, because the, the 64 was really bad at draw distance. It couldn't see very far away. Uh, the textures were bad, the draw distance was bad. Dinosaurs looked like just little bits of clay. Uh, it was re- awful, absolutely awful. Um, yeah, if you wanted to play Carmageddon, you play on the PC. But yeah, I mean, have you seen the box art, by the way? Have you seen that? There's like a red car hitting a, like an office worker with his briefcase and all these papers are flying everywhere. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was asking for trouble, really, wasn't it? Yeah. It yeah. really was. Okay. The, uh, the first games to ever get banned, I think. Uh, yeah, it was one of the... I remember it getting console, anyway, at least. Uh, Mega Man 4 was next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all the Mega same. Man Two was the best. They're all the same, aren't they? Uh, so and, then, they are and then in August, on August the twenty fifth, some little game came out called GoldenEye Double <gasps> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I've not heard of it. What kind of game was it? I've no idea. Do you know what was was that? Not the best. Some of the best launch titles ever. When I you know. look at all these games that came out yeah. on the same in the first year, yeah. some amazing games came out on the N sixty four, didn't they? Really, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had a very good, strong couple of first years. It was the it was the later years that let the N64 down. Usually, the the last couple of years of a of a of a console are the best years. But for the 64, uh, it wasn't the case because the PS1 came out after that, like two years in or something, and just kind of blew it away with like Final Fantasy and Resident Evil and stuff. And yeah, that's when the N64 really died because the limitations of uh, the 64 was really starting to show, you know, just like the, just the way it was. And I, I remember Superman 64 being an epic fail, and just little things like that just just made the N64 die, and the PS1 just came along and stole it all. Can I can I just ask, you know, obviously back then, you know, prior to GoldenEye coming out, how much did you know about the game, or was it just see? A... Ah, this is the thing, right? GoldenEye, right? I remember, um, I remember seeing 
it and kind of going, yeah, it looks all right. And I remember watching Games Master. All right, remember Games uh, Master? Yeah, oh yeah. And they, there was some army. They brought some guys from the army, right? And they was playing it. And uh, the game was it was coming out next week, right? And it was it was um, it, yeah. I remember looking at it. I think yeah, yeah. I, I want I might want that. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I was more excited for uh, Mission Impossible. I was so excited for the game Mission Impossible. Got it. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, there was only one good part in Mission Impossible. One good part is that's the bit where you have to drop in like with the the lasers and stuff. That was the only good part in the whole game. But I was so excited for that game, and I was like, yes, um, yeah, that was terrible. So I, I took that back and uh, got Goldeneye, and I was just completely shocked about how great Goldeneye was. Played the shit out of it. I just, I, I just never stopped playing that game. It was amazing. I loved it. God, Goldeneye. But it's interesting, isn't it? You know, because obviously movie times really, apart from that yeah. game, you know, they haven't really got any better. The, the, I mean, just the, the things we take for granted now, like shooting lights out was unknown back then. Um, uh, like shooting somebody in the arm and they and the enemy reacting to the, the shot being in the arm, that was unknown on consoles. First person shooters in general was unknown on consoles. Uh, you know, the animation of the weapons when they dropped, you know, they actually had physics to it. Little things like that just it just really pushed forward the first-person shooters on a, on a console. It was just mind-blowing to someone who hadn't really been following them. I think, it, I think it is amazing how much we do to, and how we criticise such little things now when you think back to what games used yeah. to be like. You know, we are spoilt in a way, aren't yeah. we? I was thinking about this today because, you know, you saying that I've been playing Bully today. and I, yeah. When playing Bully, I mean, Bully's quite old now. I don't know if, Duke, you want to do some quick Wikipedia research and see how old Bully is. I think it's about six years old when it, when it came on from, the PS. I came out in 1984, I think. Not that old. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you might want to refresh that page or something. Dude. That, that so Wikipedia. Good. You might want to get on that Wikipedia person. Checking the page. <laughs> Whoever wrote I don't that. know about uh, Wikipedia. Um, no, it's it's about six years old on the PS2 or something now, yeah, and on the 360 it was ported over in 2008. But it's still the same game that it was back then. And yeah, I mean, it's just, oh wait, this is the ant. The uh, the one on the Wii came out in 2006. Uh, oh no, that's the Ant Bully. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. You know, there is a game called the Ant Bully. I know, but that's not what you know. What I'm it's a it. hilarious joke I made. <laughs> uh, your joke's getting worse. Honestly. 2006. Uh, 2006? That doesn't sound right at all. Well, that was PS2, and then... Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's right. Then... I don't know. Anyway, you go into buildings, right, in Bully, and you go uh, into little dorms and stuff, and there's a loading screen for each one of those. I oh. remember you used to... Complaining about GTA 4 about the loading screens, yeah. but there's no loading screens when you go from island to island or in a building. There's only loading screens for missions, but they're so short, really, in comparison to these. I mean, they're not they're not huge, you know, massive, but it really breaks up the game just to go in a building. Where in GTA 4 you can go into like, you know, you can't go into any building, but the buildings you can go into, there's no loading screens at all. There's people in there, there's atmosphere in there, music going on, all sorts of stuff. It's it's you know it's one of those things again that we take for granted and we we just we don't realise now. 
Yeah, no, I think we're spoiled. I do think we're yes, we are. very spoiled. Yes. Um, okay, uh, yeah, September the 7th is the next major release, and yeah, I think Duke might have one or two things to say about this game in particular. I think I do! But yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. But I didn't... I didn't... <laughs> I didn't realise it came out on the PC as well. I thought it was just a PS1 game. Uh, I was, hello? I know, but... I didn't, I didn't realise that either, actually. No, I just assumed it was just, uh, yeah, uh, PS1 only. Anyway, so what, what do you think of this, you? How does it feel to think that's all that time ago? Oh, my God, what a beautiful game. Just so, I mean, it really was, like, the first game that I... Okay, because Tekken had done... I remember I was standing in a Target store, and they had a little PS1 setup thing and it was all showing uh some Tekken opening video and it was the first time that I had ever really seen a a 3D opening for a game that really blew me away cuz they had like seven people moving around at once and I was like oh my god look at that and the textures were so amazing and cool and fresh and new but Final Fantasy 7's opening sequence just blew my socks off when I my friend brought that home and put it in and we were just like, oh, my God, look at that. Because it po- starts in with this girl. And it was the first time I think they had ever done this, where they, they started in with this little girl looking in a window. And then it pulls back, and it just keeps pulling back until you're looking at this s- entire city and lots of different parts of it moving around and the train going around on the track. And it was just such a breathtaking spectacle at that moment. Uh, and then the gameplay was just amazing as well. And the characters were interesting. And, yeah, there were stereotypical things about it and everything. But it was just such a wonderful game. There you go. You love yeah. that game, though. I love that game. You wow. really do love it. And, again, can I just ask you, how much did you know about that game before you went to pick it up? Well, I never – I don't – I didn't buy it until years later because my roommate had it. So we all just played it on his machine. And – uh yeah, but, I we, you know I, getting, I knew about it because we watched him playing it. What I'm getting at back then, you know, whereas now you know there's people like us doing podcasters, obviously sure. we have a lot more websites. access. To God knows what else, and we know you know about stuff that's coming out a year ahead of it coming out. You know, back then it was just sort of you went into the shop and saw something and like oh. would show up and you'd be yeah. Like, yeah yeah what is this? Yeah, I, I think know. it's really weird how things have changed so much. You know yeah um, yeah September the thirtieth. The original Fallout uh, was released on the PC, yeah. which has obviously gone I never on. Play the original Fallout. I played Fallout Two, I think, on PS One maybe or PS Two, but it was, you know, it was top down. It was very yeah, silly. it was very top down, wasn't it? But again, when you see the box art, it looks so much like Fallout Three. Yeah. Do you know what used to sort of get That's because me? war, war never changes. I know. Do you know what used to get me, get me though was sort of. The way they used to make these box arts look. And it's a little bit like the indie games now. Yeah. You see little pictures and you think, wow, that looks really cool. Then you look at the actual graphics and you think, oh, what is that? <laughs> well, that, that sells the game for some people. You I know? know, I know. But, I mean, back in the day, that's what all you had to go off half of the time, wasn't it? It was the box art. And it's like, wow, this yeah. looks really cool. And then you get it up and it's nothing like it looked on the box. One of the, that's, I mean, that's one of the things I thought was very interesting about the Fallout games is that it has always been about... They've kept um, certain elements of it. You know, the vaults are the same. The the Brotherhood of Steels remain the same. It's all about the bottle caps. So I think that's they've done a good job of porting that from game type to game type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I sort of agree. I do agree. Um, okay, uh, what have we got next? Oh, God, there's just so many games came out this year. It's unbelievable. And then in October, though, October, Grand Theft Auto, the original Grand Theft Auto came out. 
the original. Script Fifth Auto. You gotta make a movie. You know, made by uh, at the time a small DMI, developer. wasn't it? DMI. Yeah, in Dundee, little little Scottish developer making this. And I, I remember watching. I don't know if you've ever seen. There was this little news reel from uh, yeah. BBC. Yeah, and I've seen it. And they go into the studio. So funny. And there's some guy with a huge keyboard doing the music. Oh, it's all original music. Look at me here. I'm I'm recording the music for the game. <laughs> it was like, oh my yeah. God. It was just unbelievable. You know, on these biggest computers you've ever seen in your life, you know. <laughs> it was just so, so unbelievable. I remember, I remember Grand Theft Auto 1 talking about it at school. I, I, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't old enough. Um, this kind of goes back to the conversation where, you know, like kids will always find a way. You know what I mean? They always find a way to play games that are too old for them. And Griffith thought I was 18, and my brother was 18. Work, just work out what I did. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't take a genius. Yeah. Uh, Pete, can you buy this game for me? Yeah, whatever. Kiss the money. <laughs> <laughs> Done. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just I just remember thinking Griffith thought I would be so good if it was in 3D and you could like. Be like you could see the guy, and like it was all like in 3D and stuff instead of 2D. And uh, yeah, I just remember thinking that, that would be awesome, but that's probably years away. <laughs> oh, that's too much technology. 3D. Yeah, Brilliant. it's quite amazing, isn't it? Uh, and then we had I don't know, I don't remember this one. Star Wars, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Dark Forces Two. Any ideas, anyone? What? Cons- no. what, what, what that was on the PC. It was a PC. Dark Force. Yeah, Dark Forces was a good game. I no, never played the second one, but Dark Forces, I mean, you know, it, it was this was um the first person shooter in Star Wars, which, you know, it's two huh. great two great concepts that like, go great together. And the first one was a lot of fun. I never like I said, I never played the second one, but um, you know, I mean, it wasn't the best game ever, but it was, you know, I think you know, especially back in the early days when a game was Star Wars, that just made it more fun. Because it was Star Wars, and you yeah. really were I able think for the first time to feel that's like the you case were in for that. a lot of Star Wars games, like just Battlefronts right. and stuff. I think it's it's more yeah. fun because it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, next one, Age of Empires. A lot of people played this. Oh, I played that. That was classic. Yeah, Age of Empires, October twenty sixth. That that came out. Yeah. There you go. And then the next one, another one for you, Duke. Here, mate. Jesus. <laughs> God. Uh, Riven. Oh. Riven, the sequel to Mist came Man, out. I'll tell you, I, you know what? In some ways, I think I might have loved this more than I loved Mist because I was so eager for it. Like, Mist had given me this beautiful experience, and, I, and, and so I was eager to get another one. You know what I mean? Like, the first hit of Crack, I'm sure, is great, but I, I expect in some ways, because <laughs> the brain now knows what it's going to get, the second hit might even be better. So, I don't know. Riven does a really good job of delivering... Uh, exactly what I wanted. It got a little silly with the puzzles because by the end of it, you're like, you've got this grid of like a thousand items by a thousand items and you're supposed to find where the dot goes on this grid and it's just kind of ridiculous because you have to piece it together from all over the different islands. And um, But, you know, I mean, the video, you know, Mist had a little tiny bit of video in it and this game really upped the ante with the video, and the characters was much more in-depth and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, I loved Riven. I really had a great time with it. There you go. Um, yeah, the next one of any note was The Curse of Monkey Island, and I played this on the PC. I played there quite you a go. I love The Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah. Um, and it was such a... It, it was the first time they really advanced the graphics. Uh, 
And I remember the opening of the game, you actually were on the ship and you had to shoot. You said, The game starts off with you floating on a bit of uh, debris in the ocean. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, sort of floating on, and then you end up on the ship and you have to shoot the cannon uh, and blow all these, these ships coming, that are coming towards you up and then you start the game. Yeah, and there were some really cool little puzzles. The one I remember in particular was uh, you had to. This guy had a map of the island on his back, and he was sunbathing, right. and and you had to swap his suntan oil for cooking oil, and then and then and then when he spread the cooking oil on his back instead of the suntan oil, it all frazzled, and you could peel the the skin off oh, his. No. <laughs> I remember I that. I don't, I don't remember that. Was that far in the game? That or was not? quite way into the game, and I all also right. remember. There was there was one puzzle in the barber shop, and you had to put uh, knits in the comb or something. And I, I can't exactly remember how that went, but it was it was just great fun, you know. And it still had the comedy of the first two games because this was the third in the series, and uh, yeah, it was it was still as cool, you know. I, I just I just liked it, you know. I just liked the old Monkey Island games, and the second one's coming apparently. They are yeah, bringing it. Yeah, it's it's pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. so that that Monkey Island Two: LeChuck's Revenge. Uh, so that's uh, coming out on iPhone and presumably... In, yeah, uh, should know. I get Monkey Island 1? Oh, it's a great game, it really is. I was thinking about it the other day, I mean, I never played it properly. I did play it, but I didn't play it all the way through and I can't... I don't know. I'm it's just it. so funny, honestly, and it's it's a great. It's just so funny, the uh, the dueling, the sword dueling with words as opposed to actually fighting. Mm. It's very good. With the, the, uh, it's, it's just good. I, I can't recommend it enough. It's really worth playing. Um, especially if you've never played it before. Especially, if you've never I, I have, but I couldn't remember. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you what I did in it or anything. Okay, uh, next one of any note: November Tomb Raider Two uh, came out on the uh, PS One and PC. Yeah. I didn't play this till much later on. Yeah, so. I mean, I remember playing it and just not being that impressed, to be honest. After the I, first one, I played this in like two thousand and one, two thousand and two. So I played it way. I played the first one when it came out, but I don't know. Just gonna, I wasn't massive, like massive into, and because it didn't come out for the sixty-four, and I was all about sixty-four. So anything else, I wasn't, I wasn't really into. So and there you go. Blair. There you go. Uh, the next one that had sort of any, any sort of uh, publicity was Postal. Uh, they, they, there's meant to be, isn't there meant to be a new one coming out at some point? Postal. I don't know. I know there's a film that Yui Bell made, but I don't know. Yeah, that, that was meant to be quite, that, again, that was quite controversial, if I remember rightly. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, meant to be. I, I don't know. I don't know nothing about it, really. Um, so, it. Okay, uh, next one uh, was Quake 2 yeah. uh, on December the 6th, which I played a hell of a lot of Quake 2, really loved it. And yeah. that's probably what got me into first-person shooters. Was Quake Two, you know, it was a great game, really good. Um, and then, and then the the last one of the year, which was a huge, and and you never ever see games releasing around this date anymore, do you? But on uh, December the twenty third, Gran Turismo on, wow. uh, on PS One. So yeah. they, there was uh, rumours that Gran Turismo Five was going to release December. Remember? Like, you know, uh, I've almost forgotten about that. Yeah, I know. That's still got to come. You know. I know. I know, I really had almost That's forgotten it. about oh my it. my God, that has to come out this year. If it doesn't come out this year, it's going to be a disaster. I know, you do, you do wonder, don't the you? The prologue came out in 2008. That was the demo. The yeah. demo! I, uh, I have no idea. Um, 
Anyway, and that that was the year that was 1997. Seven was a good year. It was a massive year, and there was. <laughs> I've just spotted a little thing at the bottom. There were some lawsuits that year, and one of the lawsuits, and I have no idea what this is, but Nintendo versus Sony video games. Nintendo sues Sony over copyrights about Mario games. Uh. No idea how that came about. No what Sony was up to. Who oh, knows? Dear, Maybe just... like, they had like, a mention of Mario in one of their games or something. I don't know. Well, there you go. It doesn't actually link to a story. It just sort of, it just, yeah. Who knows? Uh, so there you go. That was 1997 done. How was that? I thought it was good. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Ah. They're not all going to be like that, are they, as we go along? But you never know. You never know. You forget, don't you, what came out and when. It was a heck of a year. There was so much stuff came out in that year. That was a huge year in gaming, wasn't it? And, yeah, and sort of uh, pivotal in some ways because there was some of the biggest franchises started up in that year, weren't there, really? Yes, yeah. they were. God, quite amazing. Okay, uh, it's time to get the hell out of here, do a few shout-outs. Yes, and, uh, it's quite uh, late. It is yeah. quite late. So, uh, so yeah, Crazy G- late. Jude, do you want to start us off? I'd love to start us off. With what? What are you talking about? Shout-outs. Oh, right, yeah. What, is that where we uh, talk about our favorite games? Oh, no, wait. I know what shout-outs are. Um, <laughs> my oh. shout-out is to Amanda330. She's this person on the G4TE website, or the gate, as some of us are calling it. And uh, she's been doing these Mad Lib things where she puts up, you know, adjective, noun, pronoun. And I've always loved Mad Lib, so everybody in the community, each person puts in one noun or one adjective or whatever. And... Uh, <laughs> the second one that she did produced because my job was to provide an adjective, so I provided fecal, and that produced the term fecal beards in the uh, Mad Lib that she came up with, and that concept has really caught on, I think, on the Gate website. So here's to everybody who is claiming a fecal beard right now, and uh, cheers to Amanda330 for doing that, and uh, everybody on the Gate website, and everybody on VG Hub because it's awesome, and uh, yeah, everybody who plays video games, you rock. There you go. And Chinny? Uh, shout out to... Uh, shout out Greg Murphy's Law because, you know, he's just tweeted. Yeah, no. Alan, well, Alan Wake and Red Dead Redemption on their way to, to, to his house. I think, oh, um, snap. Yeah, I think they've just sent him a message. Tell him that I'm going to get it tomorrow and we can play and it'll be awesome and lots yeah. of fun. Well, that's better than not playing it, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Simon D.I. has just tweeted as well, Red Dead Redemption 5 hours left, so I'll give Simon D.I. a shout out. Uh, who else? I'll shout out um, Flame1978 or Steve Roberts 78 and uh, oh yeah, Night XXXL. Uh, we had some good games of Reach with my mate Ben. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to play Reach again. Uh, not because I hate it or anything. I'm just pretty much done. You know, I'll wait for the game to come out now. But it's pretty good. And yeah, so we had some good, good games with Flame and uh, with with Knight. Uh, who else? Who else got a shout out? Uh, Skulldugger, you know, because he did the quiz last week and it was fun. And I'll just give him another shout out. Yeah, that's me. There you go. Yeah, I forgot a shout out. In 1997, you know what came out? What came out. Daft Punk's first album, Homework, so shout out to Really? Oh right. my god, I love yeah. that album. And you know what else came out in 1997? Vegas by the Crystal Method. Never heard of that. Are you serious? 
serious? Never oh my heard. goodness, that's their best album ever. Crystal Method's awesome. I will be and. There's no way. There's no way that album came out. That, that 1997. Yeah. That's a great album. Is that Fat of the Land or Fat of the yeah. Land? Horrible first song. Awesome rest of the album. Oh my god! Do, do you know you you realize how fast time flies? Oh, we're old. Aren't you? I know. God, I can't believe I can't believe homework came out in that year. Daft Punk. I can't yeah. believe. My god, I, yeah. I I love the video. You know the video Is for the funk. Yeah, the funk was a good song. Oh, what a great great video with a dog. Was yeah. it a man dressed as a dog? I don't even remember. It was some weird video where he's walking yes. around the city dressed as a dog. The late and... 90s was a weird time for music videos. Did y'all see the Aphex Twin Come to Daddy video? Oh, that's a horrible video. Come to is... Daddy! Really? Aphex Twin was just weird altogether, though, wasn't well, it? Yeah, Have you ever heard the didgeridoo? Didgeridoo. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just mental. It just does nothing. It's just some... No, it's, it's got a didgeridoo. Well, it, it pretty much has. Um... Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go After ahead. That, uh, you may do your shout-outs now. 1997 review. There That's you go. right. That came out that year. Um, yeah, I've, we've got another iTunes review in the UK. So yes, we do. We do well, but the Americans have let us down this week, I've got to say. No Americans. <laughs> so get them on there, and then we can ju- get Duke to read them out in a really bad way. That's and, right! Uh, Woo! Out them or something. Um, so, yeah, so we've got Best Dutch has left his review, and he says, What a great podcast. Uh, love the podcast. The banter and the Mickey taking between the Duke, Chinny, and the Daddy has me spitting out my drinks when they're trying not to laugh. Uh, <laughs> keep them rolling in. Cheers, best Dutch. So, yeah, I, hopefully no one's in front of him when he does that, because that, yeah, that would have right. been nice. I'd rather uh, have a bottle in front of me than a person in front of me. Nah, Wait, has that... Yeah, that really wouldn't be good. Um... And yeah, it's just everybody who comes along to the to the website to uh, veterangamers.co.uk. Get yourselves along there and leave us some comments. Have a look what we're it's doing. It's a good now. website to check it's out. A good website. And we've got smileys now. Yay, no. smileys! Woo! Everybody who listens, everybody who leaves us reviews, because it's really cool that people are actually listening to us. And yeah, it's, it still shocks and surprises me that so many people. Still yeah. listen to me, and and I've got a joke. Do you want to hear a joke? I've got a joke. I love uh, to hear a joke, and so now make sure, best Dutch, don't be drinking when he's telling this joke. Joke. Uh, apparently, your sides split easily, people. Yeah, you may want to sit here down. Here All so right. um, apparently, this guy in the petrol station or the gas station, if it was in America, and as he was filling up his car, you know, sometimes you get a bit overfilled, and some of the petrol shoots out on your arm, you know, he shot out, splashed back on him and splashed on his arm. When he got in the car and lit his cigarette, his arm set on fire. So, <laughs> that is funny. So the police came, but but they oh, didn't actually more. help him. They arrested him. You know why? Uh, be, nope. be, because he was in possession of a firearm. But he wasn't, though. Like, he's, he's almost on fire, but he didn't have any weapons on him. It was, That's it horrible, was, man. You should help somebody in that position. It's really wrong. He's firearm. I know, Steve. He had, he I know, had a, yeah, but like, he didn't have a weapon on him. He, he's almost on fire. He didn't have a fire. He was, anyway. Um, <laughs> still don't get it. Like, you know, he, he didn't have a gun on him. So. Because he could have used it to hurt someone is the point. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you have to, to, to kind of imagine. Uh, uh, 
Uh, no, it's funny. It's easy. Now you're right. See, now you gotta, you gotta work on that, Stu. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try and work on the delivery. As long as I'm here to explain it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, look, it's better than Juke's show, so it's terrible. Uh, hey, there's a, uh, there, there's a French guy and he's a chef and he makes an omelet with only one egg. You know why? Because one egg is enough. Oh, that's just... Uh, D- Dick's jokes are usually American <laughs> reference that no one gets. No, no, enough. An egg, earth. Egg in French. Yeah, it's an no, egg. No, it's a French a language usually, joke. It's usually, these jokes <laughs> involve American references that you and I Here, I've got one. No oh, idea, so man. Sarah Palin and Glenn Beck are on TV. I've got That's one like that. Joke by one itself like right there. I've got one like that. Uh, a snail goes into a garage and he says, I'd like to order a new car. And I'd like you to paint black S's all over it. Why like, Why would somebody want that? So that when he was driving down the street, everyone go, oh, look at that S cargo. <laughs> <laughs> you got, look, S cargo. Anyway. Because he's uh, a snail, so he has a car. Yeah. It's a snail and a car. <laughs> it's just a joke, Dad. Oh, I get it. I get jokes. <laughs> okay. I mean, we really need to get that out. No, this is hilarious. Let's keep this going for another two First hours. Snails <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> this one does, though. That's why it's so funny. Yeah, but it's it's a... They don't know, do you? It won't no, open because not... it's a security door. There's not an exception. I'm pretty sure that every snail on the earth does not talk. So I snail here that I have does. Here, say hello snail, to Chinny Snail. Hello, Chinny. If a snail walked into a into a, a car place or wherever, and talked, first of all, he wouldn't walk. He would slither. That, well, if he walked, a stone movie. This snail should be put on like kind of like an exhibit somewhere or like so, I think you know, be put on probation. Yeah, maybe. But the, oh, your joke needs work, Stu. But the joke look- should be a man walks in <laughs> and then orders a car with no S's on it and everyone goes, look at that bloke in that car. Yeah, but that's, that's a not, funny joke. That's not that's funny, a, though. Hilarious. It's not. <laughs> Here, I've got one more. One more, one more. A man goes into a news agency and said, uh, uh, can I have a packet of uh, helicopter-flavoured crisps, please? And the man behind the counter goes, I'm really sorry, but we've only got plane. plane! We've only got plane! <laughs> <laughs> we've only got plane. <laughs> Now, but plain crisps are not like they're, There's they're no salty crisps. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. And there's no such thing as helicopter, so he would have gone... Now, if the snail salt. were to order some crisps, that would be funny because the salt <laughs> from the crisps would shrivel him up and he would die. And it'd be a dead snail. That would be hilarious. But how would a snail order, unless he, like, writ the word, I want crisps in his slither? All right, there's an American talk. guy, a British guy, and a, a, I guess an English guy and an Irish guy. They all go in a bar, and they each order a pint, and the fly goes in the American guy's beer, and he goes, oh, what the hell? And he drinks it, the whole thing, flying all. The fly goes in the English guy's beer, and he goes, oh, my word, I say another pint, please. And the guy gets him another beer, and he drinks it. And then the fly goes in the Irish guy's beer, and the guy grabs it, and he goes, spit it out, spit it out. Again, <laughs> it would be pretty hard for someone to grab the fly. I doubt that he would have the dexterity to do that. Also, the fly wouldn't really want to spit anything out. He wouldn't understand what Well, that's why he has first. to force it to spit it out. Yeah, but, like, he wouldn't... Why would he say spit it out? He wouldn't I understand. He doesn't have the intellect to, to understand the word spit it out, let alone do the action. Well, okay, a lot, a lot see, of these jokes have potential. I'm not saying these jokes this, are bad. Well, this one. A man goes into a bar. Are you still recording all of this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. God's sake. I'm sorry, listeners. A man goes into a bar with a giraffe. Okay. So he goes up to the bar. Right there, Stu. Right there. Right. (laughs) Let me tell the joke. Probably. Listen, 
listen, let me tell a joke, then you can dissect it, right? Okay. okay. Okay, so the man goes in the bar with the giraffe, goes up to the bar, and he says to the barman, uh, can I have a pint of lager, please, and a double whiskey for the giraffe, you see? So, so the man drinks his, you know, pint, and the giraffe drinks the whiskey, and he does this six more times, okay? And then he goes up to leave, and he goes, come on, we're going. So the, so the man gets up, and as he gets up to leave, the giraffe sort of turns and folds over flat on the floor, okay? And the barman says, excuse me, you can't leave that line there. And the man says, that's not a line, it's a giraffe. Again, <laughs> first of all, if you were to bring a giraffe into a pub, it would be such a difficult affair. That alone would pursue That's going to violate all sorts of health codes. Yeah, and they wouldn't let you You're in, in though, let alone sit down and order drinks. And I don't think um, a giraffe could drink like that many, that much whiskey or whatever. Um, anyway, so, yeah, just, just again, I mean, if it was just two blokes walking in, you know. Well, there there are these two blokes walking down the street, and one of yeah. them walks into a bar, and the second one ducks. Yeah, yeah. That, so that's yeah. that's job. That's job yeah. right there. You know, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And then the string goes in a bar. He says, "Give me a beer." And the guy goes, "We don't serve strings in here. Get out." And the string goes out in the street. And he goes, "Hey," he meets a friend of his, and he says, "Hey, tie me in a knot and fray my edges." And he goes, "All right." His friend does it, and then he goes back in the bar, and the bartender says, "Hey, aren't you that string I just kicked out of here?" And the he goes, "No, I'm afraid not." Yeah, that's that's awful, and and really old. That's Strings a really don't old. Speak. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't I mean, the giraffe. The giraffe. What's Obama's vegetable? favorite vegetable? I don't know. What? Broccoli. <laughs> that I quite like. So that's that's all right. That's good. We like that. That's good. I remember as a kid. Hey, what's what evidence do you have that that is his favorite? I mean, have you met him? <laughs> I've heard. That's what I heard. I didn't know for sure. But I had a friend when I was a kid. I used to ask my grandfather, "You ever think we'll have a black president?" And he goes, "Yeah, when pigs fly." And you know what? Obama became president. And six months later, swine flu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Cool. All right, I'm done. I'm move- I'm I'm finishing this call because I have things to do. I know, so I'm uh, gonna yeah. sit here and crack jokes I'll see all you night. What warfare like I do? Yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. But first, well. I have to take out the trash. See, uh-huh. so there's something I do have to do first. Yeah. I actually need to go buy some groceries. See, that's that's my grocery list right here. I'm waving. So what's I on do it? have things what's to on do. Your grocery list on it. Yeah, what's on it? Oh, coffee, Broccoli. creamer, bagels, and cream cheese, snacks for school, and lunch stuff. Lunch Luckily. stuff. It's exciting. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be the most exciting trip to the supermarket ever. There you go. Or to the shops, I should say. I'm going to go down to the shops and and buy some shopping. That's so weird. Y'all talk about you buy some shopping. No, you do your shopping. You're going to get some shopping. Yeah, you get Get some some shopping. No, you go shopping. shopping. That's it. It's a verb. Yeah, you get some shopping. That's what we did in the UK. Uh, All all my British that I know is from Eddie Izzard and Ricky Gervais. and uh, (laughs) Two fine comedians. Yeah, and and Ross Noble. There you go. There's a good way for me to learn the British customs. Also, you should listen to another comedian, Bill Bailey. Uh Bill Bailey's a Yeah, Bill Bailey's good. I told him about Bill Bailey on the week you didn't turn up. Yeah, Bill. Moving on. I got to go. Anyway. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.